Hey everybody, welcome to Side Scrolls, a weekly gaming podcast where we talk about the games we love with the friends we love. I am your host, Robert Schlofke, and joining me is Andre De Silva. Love is kind of a strong word. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that it's not there, but it's it's definitely reaching out a little bit. Let's just say I like you guys a real lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, w- w- with the people that annoy us less than most other people, how's that? That's Does that work for you? Yeah, that's more like it. <laughs> All right, and the uh, the la- the chuckling in the background is Christian Ranches. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> you did I've been it. Wa- I've been watching The Office. <laughs> for those that don't know. <laughs> Well, uh, this is gonna. This is our part two of. Uh, e- this is our E three coverage week. Uh, I think pretty much all the big conferences have happened. Uh, you know, last week we did our predictions and our uh, stadia news. Uh, so I'm, like I said, uh, so this week we're just gonna kind of run through all the other like four days worth of conferences. I think it's like. We had four conferences and like an E, whatever EA is calling their stuff, EA yeah. Play or yeah. live streaming. Uh, but but we're gonna just kind of dig right right into it because we're not gonna talk about any games we're playing this week or anything because there's just too much for us to talk. About. A lot a lot of exciting things that I saw this this weekend. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of go through all of the uh, conferences we saw, kind of talk about all the news, anything that really interested us. Then I think we should probably uh, like rate rate the conferences how we liked them and then i'd like to give like two two highlights at the end which is basically the best conference and the uh like the game of the show which i think i know what our game of the show is but uh so let's kind of like dig right into it let's start with uh ea uh, i just gotta find out where i put all my ea stuff uh, well so do you want to go by like conference by conference or are you going to go by like our predictions and well, power, uh, uh, we'll, right we'll, now we'll go th- with ea he's going from least interesting to most interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh we'll go through the uh i think we'll do the predictions throughout or do you do you want to just do the predictions at the end uh and kind of like call out what we have yeah, hey, figure, hey, yeah let's let's wrap it i guess we can wrap it up with that uh so the predictions at the end yeah because that way I, it'll be easier for me to score it and luckily since there's just two of us this on on our first inaugural uh predictions then uh it'll be easier for me to score it uh and then let's see well my, i mean i'm looking at mine and i think i had like uh, nine predictions Mm-hmm. And literally seven of them is like not even close <laughs> because I know like I I had my homework when I want when we were going to record when I was ready to record I did five predictions but I think they were mostly um, making fun of Sonic the Hedgehog or at least the movie so yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no I mean I I just I guess I was way over optimistic and I thought the ZA was going to be like D like 
kind of like biggest show on earth sort of thing, you know, like, and it was the opposite. It was like the most tamed, like lame sort of show on earth. Well, uh, yeah. Cause like EA, they're like, they're, they're, they're like, you know, they're the kid that you put in the corner right I'm, now. I'm sorry. I meant, I meant E3. I meant like the E3. Oh. <laughs> like, I, I thought it was going to be like the E3 where all like Sony, Microsoft and Nintendo were all going to announce consoles. You know, it was going to be like, Maybe next year, but maybe not. Maybe not even next year. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, and I think I think if, even if you listen to our predictions, I was I was much more uh, on last week's episode. I was I was much more uh, hesitant to say any of that stuff uh, about as far as new. And actually, I think some of my prediction, one of my predictions, is kind of. Uh, mentions that they're not going to do anything at all but but that's for later Let, let's kind of we'll get into that towards the end of the show but let's kind of start talking about these uh these conferences so ea as we we said it didn't have like a like an hour-long conference which i think it just it made any of the announcements for ea just not exciting at all because it was kind of one a little a little harder to care about it you know just because it's all about like live streams and live plays uh, and it was over like a five-hour period, as it's instead of kind of condensed, where they can really highlight all the news within like you know a tight forty-five. Yeah, minutes. so th- they had like an outdoors show, which really reminded me of like those, you know, when like those like uh, like New York like uh, m- like news like morning talk shows when they have like uh, some sort of art, oh, like the people. Yeah, they have like an artist playing like a live show. It's it's basically like a small stage like in the streets. Uh, would like guests would come over and talk. It was hosted by Greg Miller, uh, who used to, is he still in IGN? He used to be from IGN, right? No, no, he he's kind of funny now. He's like one of the co-founders of that. He left like two years ago. No, it's been more than that. It's probably been like uh, four years now. Yeah, so you know, it was long, like you said, and it was a lot of Madden and a lot of like the EA, like you know, bro gaming stuff that just didn't. I I barely bothered with it. Yeah, so it's that's people that have listened to us so far realize that the sports games and most racing games pretty much are not our wheelhouse. That's kind of why I think f- for sure EA was the least exciting for me going into this because I pretty much knew like you know I think the only really big game that they had was uh, the Star Wars Fallen Order, right. and th- so and so they did release some more information. They actually had some gameplay a gameplay. Uh, footage of it and to me man i i had to say i was not i did not care about me Star neither. Wars jedi, jedi fallen order uh before this i just i wasn't excited but i started looking at it and i still I, it's got me interested to play it but to me it just does still feel like a very like just, it just i mean it's like it's kind of like an update i'm sure I mean, we haven't played the game obviously but it looks it just reminds me too much right now of um, Force Unleashed, you know, like it yeah. just, okay, if yeah. anyone played Force Unleashed, yeah, it just kind of reminds me of that. And, and of course, updated graphics and hopefully they'll, they'll do more with, with the force powers and stuff. But I just don't want it to be like this random, just like, I don't want it to just be a hack and slash. It should be a little bit more than yeah. that. Yeah. Point. For me, it, it felt really like on rails. Like it was almost like an amusement park ride. The right. camera just like always like moving forward, a steady pace. Yeah, uh, yeah, it really reminded me of Uncharted, like the Uncharted games. How you it's know what? like, yeah, that's really that's a good yeah. I, I yeah, like I don't know. So, but to me, that's not bad. Like I, I don't mind that, and I'm I, I am more interested in that because so say we we get 
a 10 hour single player focus story. Uh, I'm happy with that. Like, because EA doesn't do anything but these like loot box live service games that have been shit in the bed for like the last like two years, pretty much all of our franchises that we like have not been doing well because they've been trying to go to that other focus And this, at least Jedi fallen order is kind of like a swing in the other direction, which you know, like even all of us kind of say that, well, we want that single player experience, uh, whether it's like an RPG or, you know, a, a heavy story experience with good action. It's going to come down to like how fun it is to be the Jedi in this. Right. Like, really. But I, I want to see that story. I still think it's a pretty interesting story. It's basically about after. What is it? Order 66? Yeah, Order 66. Uh, yeah. So this takes place right after Order 66 has been uh, announced and you play as a Jedi that is on the run and trying trying to go into hiding uh, from <clears throat> all, all the assassins and the Empire. And uh, it, it looks good to me. Like I said, I, I saw it and it, it looks impressive. It just comes down to how the story is going to be. And I, listen, I'd like to rent this or you know, definitely try it out as opposed to before where, you know, at least I know there's no loot boxes. There's none of that. It's just going to be a straight story and it could be fun. Like uh, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. I mean, if they, if they do the combat good, because the star Wars is the star Wars universe. It, it, it doesn't need, you know, it sells itself. The star Wars universe sells mm-hmm. itself. They know how to give you what you want in that aspect. As long as it's just like, yeah, it's the gameplay and the combat because I just don't want to like button mash the entire time or anything. Yeah, and, so. and you know, there were, like, it, it did show, uh, like, uh, it showed um, a reveal of some of the characters and, like, uh, Forrest Whitaker's character that was in Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He, uh, he's in this, he's in because this, this is, con- this this game is uh, canonical. Right. Like, and it wasn't, Star it, Wars yeah, and it wasn't Force Awakens, it was Rogue One. Oh, uh, sorry, yes, thank you. No problem. Uh, so, yeah, so, that's, but honestly, because, Apex Legend is a um, one of those battle royale type games that none of us mm, play. Yeah. Battlefield. <laughs> again, what was that? Battle- I think I missed that sound effect. But. <laughs> ba- Battlefield is uh, not. I, it's also like it's a big multiplayer shooter. I, I don't. Yeah. None of us do that. FIFA. I mean, Andre, are, do you even? bother with fifa at all anymore like as far as these games andre, andre did you clap when you heard about about the new fifa no i haven't, I haven't <laughs> oh man years. see that that means that that means one of my predictions already went out the window because <laughs> <laughs> my my, my you're so pre- wrong my fifa prediction was two people clap during fifa one of them is andre <laughs> <laughs> and uh and and this is actually I, I will announce this one in case i forget since it's in the beginning so anthem andre did have a prediction that ea would come out and the, they the only way they would talk about anthem is if they apologized about it <laughs> and just said they're they're going to take it back to the drawing board right well they didn't do that they did not do that yeah uh, but not but my, i still think that prediction is somewhat somewhat came true because what did they do like anthem basically had a like literally like a minute and 45 seconds spot where <laughs> greg miller like in between like announcements he brings this guy like over him like you know just like in the in the shot of the camera it's like hey here's this guy from anthem he's gonna talk about anthem and the guy literally answers like five questions and leaves and that is literally all the anthem did <laughs> yeah. in all of e3 yeah. so 
that I know that's not exactly what I said, but it's pretty damn close. Like it's, basically, they well, realized. Well, that. well, well I'll tell I'll <laughs> tell you what. When we when we're doing the the final summary of all these predictions and, and scoring, it, Christian can be like the the judge of exactly <laughs> how you get those points or okay. or what it is. Okay, <laughs> that way because you know I, that way I'm not uh, being told I'm um, well, impartial or partial about it. <laughs> all right. All right, so but that's it for EA. Like I said, it, to me, it was just very like lackluster. I could see why they didn't have a show because like half their games were all uh, the sports games, the Madden and all that. Nobody cares about those. At least I, it's those are known quantities. There's nothing really surprising about those. Uh, they're going to come out, and they sure sure enough announced those. Uh, so there's nothing really big with EA. I was or. I, like I said, it just there's nothing. Oh, but what about The Sims Four? Listen, like The Sims <laughs> is still is like one of the number one like <laughs> PC properties, but it's it's again it's for us it's not really our type of game. Yeah, so that's true. It did have nothing, a. It, I'm not gonna lie though, it did have a place in my heart for a little bit. Not Sims Four, but Sims in general. I, yeah, I, I was hooked for a little while, but really I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Yeah, it's it's just nothing. Nothing that gets my jollies off, like in this day and age. Oh, bad. Yeah, nothing gets. It's all about the jollies. What's the next? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm queuing it up on online. What's the, mm. what's the next uh, conference? Let's see. Is Microsoft? Micros- I believe Microsoft. Microsoft? Yeah. Okay. It's Microsoft, then Bethesda, then oh, Ubisoft. Oh, Bethesda. Oh man, it's we'll so get into that. We'll get into it. <laughs> so disappointed. <laughs> My lips are gonna be raw from <laughs> what <laughs> the end of the episode. <laughs> oh man. Uh, does anybody have like? Cause I can try and wing it while we do that. I mean, well, I, I just to go back to the anthem for a little bit. Like, I, I mean. That guy, that guy with his whole, like, bullcrap about, like, yeah, we realize that there's some work that needs to be done. And, you know, the most important thing is getting the feedback from our players so we know how to give a better experience. You know, yeah. like, like he just heard, like, they just got feedback, like, I don't know, like, two weeks ago or something. As opposed yeah. to, you know, the pre-launch. complete shambles and... yeah. Yeah. And then what was it? The new thing, uh, Cataclysm, and how like apparently it's already being touted as crap, you know? Yep. So I and mean, it was it was actually announced as a feature during uh, during uh, their like E3 when they revealed Anthem. Uh, so and it was supposed to be a completely different thing. Like it was supposed to just happen like from like the results of like a player like action and it was going to be like this dynamic event and it's completely not even close to what yeah like i sure i actually never i've never seen what was it the i think it's the 20 2015 or 2017 like the 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 trailer you know to hype it up and everything i've never seen that original trailer i've only seen like you know when they were releasing within the last year so i know they said that like the trailer was just, you know, it was a one big lie because <laughs> all the guns and all the graphics and some of the landscapes that you saw are not in the game now that were in that initial launch trailer or uh, what do you call it, or that preview trailer, I should say. So I, I, I want to see that trailer now and see all the stuff that they said was going to be in the game and none of it is in the game now. Hmm. So it's an interesting thing. 
<laughs> I just pulled up uh, a uh, article. It, it says basically everything that Microsoft showed at E3 2018 last year <laughs> and i literally scrolled down quickly and i was like yep 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 Thinking i'm looking at a 2019 article and the first like five games are all there <laughs> which is part of my complaint about e3 2019 <laughs> i i'm just deeply let down that's awesome Oh, and of course, EA also announced three indie titles, but... Uh, Who cares? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would, but like I said, I, I, that's the one conference I didn't really watch because it was so spread out. I couldn't really uh, pick up on that. Yeah. But, <clears throat> all right, we're back. I think I'm back. So now now we're going to get into the, I think, the the, the actual meat of the conferences and, and within uh, starting off on Saturday... We uh, kicked off with the big, touted as, has Microsoft coming in, you know, guns a blazing since Sony's not going to be here bringing all the big guns. <laughs> and they, what did they, uh, it was 60, they advertised, they said in the beginning, this they're showing 60 games, 14 from their purchased studios. And, and what is it, like seven of those studios were bought within the past year? Yeah, like last year they acquired like ten studios, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then they said like this: we're showing you the future of Xbox and everything that's going on. And then and then they hinted, they said, and we're even going to talk about at the end a little bit about the new console that was going to come up. All right. Yeah. Uh, and then and then here's here's like right when I think they went wrong. After saying that, they're like, and here's the, like the first thing. Okay. <laughs> All right, Microsoft, where's your big, like, all your studios? What's your game? The first game they introduced is Cyberpunk 2077. Yes. Which is not from any of their 13 studios. Right. It has nothing to do with Microsoft. This is going to be, yeah. you know, on the Xbox. But still, like, you know, honestly, like... They just, they just wanted, I, to be, I, they wanted to be the first one. They wanted to be like... Look, yeah, look. Well, I don't... This, let's... <laughs> Microsoft was not, I don't think it was a bad, and, and I think this is going to be a theme we're going to see throughout all these, like, and, and maybe why some people were not as happy with it, but all these had a, a shit ton of games that were coming out. Some we already knew about. A lot some we already we knew about. Yeah. <laughs> like most. And but some of them had like information, uh, and I think everybody or some people were expecting this was the year that they were going to go all out on like the new consoles and show everything on the new consoles. And I think because of that expectation that people were disappointed uh, that all we saw were games. But to be honest, all I really cared about were the games themselves. And there were a lot of games. Not all of them were for me, but to me, I was happy with what I saw for most of this. But it just, this, I didn't see anything that was like, Holy shit! Like you roll just, your eyes, like why? Yeah, uh, yeah. Or so, I mean, good. Yeah, yeah. And nothing that was just like so amazing that really got me like super pumped. Which I mean, uh, I think but, isn't that like the definition of mediocre? Like there was nothing <laughs> that was amazing, and there was nothing that was super bad. Well, uh, yes, I mean, you're right. If it, you want to be like, it's like. But I, I think this. 
Sorry. Uh, Go ahead, Chris. Oh, no, I was just saying, <laughs> it's definitely on the uh, the lower end, the lo- like the yeah. lowest end of mediocre, you yeah. know, where it's just like, oh, I guess it was okay. It's like exactly. how, and yeah. I, it's, it's also like a perception of E3 in general that we all have because we grew up when E3 was the only thing yeah. that happened as far oh, as Oh, my God. Yeah, E3 so, was yeah. the dream. I still get, I still get like the butterflies. Just you know, I, I remember on my phone. Uh, it's funny you mentioned the NBA finals, and I was watching something on my phone at some point. I was like cooking dinner for my kids, whatever, and um, I got an ESPN like you know alert like dun, 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 for the NBA finals, and it, like a, a little pop window came down into my phone. And I was like, get out of here, NBA finals! I'm watching E3. You know, this is <laughs> this is important stuff. <laughs> yeah so sorry that i think i went off on a tangent a little bit but i i just feel like we there's going to be some negativity and i i, I kind of hope you guys like hold back on a whole like if it's like certain negativity oh, and no, talk dude, about the game yeah ready man the negativity but, but anyways, is going to be so, all over the shit so we'll talk about like i think like yeah they started off with cyberpunk uh cyberpunk uh 2077 which we finally got a release date it was it's not like next gen. It is going to be this gen, but it's going to come out early next year. But I think actually one of the bigger surprises for me, the this whole like E3 was that you know Keanu Reeves shows up at the end as one of the NPCs, or he's going to be in this game. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome because that one I I, I, for, I man I liked it. Yeah, like, for all the that's what makes me want to do like for all the news. And all like everything that leaks out for like movies, you know, and and movies take movies take how long to make? Maybe anywhere from two to three years, depending on the size of the movie. You have a video mm-hmm. game like Cyberpunk, which has been in development since what 2013, 2014, I think, and mm-hmm. they kept Keanu Reeves a secret the entire time. Like I had no, no idea. I think, I, th- I think it was just recently added, to be honest. And like I have the opposite, like. I, that turned me down. Like that turned me off, like big time. Because the whole time, like City Project Red has been one of those like hardcore like computer gaming studios. Like they're mm-hmm. you know in for the computer gamer, the guy that whatever you know. Like they're not gonna sell out. And there's a lot of like weird and not great news about the development of the game with the studio. And then for me, when I saw this, I was like, why? Like you're already making the most anticipated game out in the gaming world right now, everybody and their moms that has a console or computer is, is going to buy your game. So for <laughs> me, the, adding Ken Reeves it just makes it so that he has like this broader, broader, I guess, appeal to like the bro gamer and whoever else that is just like, Ken Reeves, fuck yeah, I'm going to buy an Xbox, I'm a gamer, I'm going to play this game, it's awesome. It just, I, I don't know, like that just kind of, for me, it kind of like hit me as a bit of a, like a sellout sort of sort of deal. Nah. I, 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 I guess uh, I, I see your point, but I'm gonna I'm going to counteract that. You say why? I say why not? Like, <laughs> you know, when it comes down to it, like he, the game looks. I'm really excited about. This is to me just like a little extra like icing because Keanu Reeves right now is like, you know, with John Wick coming out or John Wick coming out, it's been like this huge, huge success for him. Like. All these news stories of Keanu Reeves is like the nice guy in, in like Hollywood, and same with like was it the new the remake of Bill and Ted? It's just he's kind of getting this like surge of uh, repopularity, and I don't know, like it's just so why not like just, attract as many uh, people as you can and bring him? Yeah. So long as it does, I think I think your concern <laughs> is that 
you're worried that maybe having him in there would detract from the game itself. Is that kind of what I'm getting from you? Like, no, I mean, so let's talk about the trailer itself. Like, the trailer also kind of turned me off a little bit because that main character for me looks super weak. Like, I don't know if that's the main character, as in like you play this guy, or if you have options, mm. or if he's just kind of like a, you know, like a stand-in for the story. What it is? Yeah, but, yeah, just to show you, just to yeah, show you some of the stuff you can do. Yeah, but he, he just like I really did not like the main character and like the, the whole like deal with like you know being a criminal and stuff. I think that's part of what turns me off is like that, mm. you know, whole like yakuza vibe. You know, that's looming over the game for me right now yeah and then they're like well, hey let's get the most popular guy like the hottest thing out right now and slap him on the game it's just i don't know that bodes like it doesn't bode well for me like i i have a feeling that if the game comes out and it's not all that you expected mm-hmm. i would be like okay i see why they added canaries there they needed like some sort of oomph to like make up for you know, right. whatever I, was wrong with the game oh no, i, I hope understand. it's not the case obviously yeah, yeah. You know? no i can understand that but like from from my standpoint of course like me I look things a lot more, I, I approach things a lot more like, I do get drawn in by something like Keanu Reeves coming in, but also I look at it in different levels, like cinematically speaking, you know, because he did everything from The Matrix, he did like Johnny Mnemonic, you know, like all these little, like he did like these these, these other kind of like cyberpunk things, so it makes sense to me that he would be in a mo- in a game called cyberpunk, you know, after being in, especially if, I mean, the intro would be, um, would be Johnny Mnemonic, which is like a, a weird little... 19 like 19 late 90s or no early 90s um cyberpunk movie but anyway mm. um when i look at that and i think about it I, I i approach it also from looking at some of the other games like i, I try to approach it from like a a shadow run kind of thing you know mm. like how, how that world was and um i don't know i'm, I'm into it like i, I know like I, i'm i am agreeing with you andre about the whole criminal aspect a, a little bit you know i yeah. do hope that that's i hope i do hope you get to customize your character a lot you know because yeah. i know they said in the i know they said that you are going to have a lot of customization options but i do hope you do get to build your character hopefully a little bit more from the ground up yeah well, and, and, go ahead because uh, i was going to say and Again, we don't know if this is actually like the. I don't know if it was gameplay footage or part of the story, which I, I'm sure it's like part of like the intro quest. But once you come back from being like, you know, whatever, being scrapped or what, you know, it's all about how you're going to play that character. And like with, like you said, with Yakuza, you were always no, you that's were still true. It's the Yakuza not, guy. It's not. I wasn't. It wasn't like a direct comparison. No, no, I know, but but I was just. Uh, I know it wasn't, but just kind of like that whole point where you were still like a criminal that whole time where this, it might be like, maybe you were a criminal or you did some shady stuff like you were like a a hacker or something like that, that something went bad and you were just doing it for the money against the government. You don't know what this government is like too. This this is not, I mean, if it's cyberpunk, it may not be like the ideal government that we're in. So so I I guess the bottom line for me is this, like obviously... I don't think there's a human alive that doesn't like Keanu Reeves, right? Like, like you said, <laughs> yeah. like, he's just amazing. Everybody loves him. So do I. He's awesome, and I'm glad that he's in the game. But, like, I, I mean, like many people, I have been waiting for this game for such a long time. I have such high hopes for this game. Like, this is one of those games that comes out every like ten years or so that I want to mm-hmm. like take off a week from work and like just do nothing but play this game you know like the last time mm-hmm. that happened for me was when skyrim came out 
as an right. example. You know, yeah. and nothing since then has come close. So it's just like it's like a self defense mechanism, I think, you know, like I don't wanna be hurt. <laughs> you know, I wanna I wanna start you put you're putting up yeah, your walls. Exactly. Yeah. I'm starting to think this game is not gonna be that good, you know. And then maybe it comes yeah. out and I'm, I'm just blown away, you know, which I like what I want. And you know, we we also like I said, we did get the uh reveal date which is or the release date which is April sixteenth, twenty twenty. Yeah. So that's like early you know, beginning of next year. Uh I, I got to be honest with you guys. I was thinking about this, and this again another side thing. I don't know if I want to play this game when it releases because I'm probably going to want to play it on my console, and I, I'm thinking that I would hold off, especially if PlayStation Five and them are going to come out in the holidays, that I would want it in like a like a better experience because me and Andre had talked. He wasn't even sure, or I wasn't even sure, this game was going to come out on this gen consoles mm-hmm. and i just uh, feel like all the talk about like the load times and and you know it, it just how much to be better, better. It's gonna be, yeah like i'm like man like there's and, and we're gonna go through a whole list of games here there's a lot of games that are coming out this is something i could put off no matter how excited i am because i want i want that experience that is going to blow me away yeah. as much as possible. You, want, like, you, know you what want I mean? The optimal experience. Yeah. yeah I, I hadn't thought about that, but I can tell right now that I cannot wait. Like, and I may just end up playing <laughs> on the PC because my PC has a better video card than my PS4 does. Mm-hmm. And it should do better. But that is a bummer. And that's why I predicted it, that it was going to be a PS5 release title because there is no way, based on everything we've seen so far on footage of this game, that my PS4 is going to handle it, like, with grace, you know? And yeah. yes, they have the PS4 Pro, which is kind of shitty to say, hey, you know, if you want the better experience, like, buy the PS4 Pro. Like, uh, it just... I'm not happy about that oh, either. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I just wanted to bring that up too. Yeah. And, and who knows? Maybe maybe this is going to be a case for like the Stadia too. I don't know. Because what is it like 15 bucks for the Stadia Pro? I don't know. Well, uh, but yeah, I just want to kind of leave it at that. I know we got a lot of stuff kind of hung on on this game, but I think this is a game that all of us on the podcast are like super excited about. So we can really uh, have a lot to say about it. Uh, so, and the. The rest of the announcements aren't going to be in any particular order. Uh, I'm basically because ha- I'm taking the list off of IGN with their all the announcements were, and they don't have it in the order that it was released. But next up, we're gonna we have like the Gears of Five, yeah, Gears Five, yeah. which is what it's called. But yeah, it's it's. Uh, are you guys Gears Gears of nope. War fans at all? I have no. Really, I, like I've I never played any of the games, but Same. I think they should. They should have called it Gears of Wars and made the S a five. <laughs> Was that one of your predictions? <laughs> that's 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 what I just added just now. <laughs> yeah, I did. So, I did try to play one of them. Like it's just not my thing. I, I and the thing I like about the Gears is it is like it's a story. It's a cover-based story-driven shooter. Uh, I played the first one. I haven't. I think I played the first and second one. But what I like about them is they are like co-op, and you can play the whole game co-op. Oh yeah. Uh, and I think that does bring a lot to it. But again, I've played the first two. It's not again up until recently. All the gears and a lot of Microsoft stuff has only been on Xbox, and I don't own an Xbox, so I'm more like PlayStation. Right. But supposedly, you know, you play as I think the daughter of the main character Marcus Phoenix, and uh, I like the trailer, but I'm not. I'm probably not going to play this to be honest. But 
and I'm, I think I'll skip to this part right now that they talked about, which is something I've been excited about and hoping that we were going to get the announcement for, which is Xbox Game Pass is now on PC. Like, this was announced and during the show. They said the official release is going to come out later this year, but right now you can get it. Uh, you can sign up for it and get the app, and you could start playing because all now all first per. All first-party games from Xbox, which includes Gears 5, it includes uh, the Halo and all this stuff, are going to be day-date release for these. So, And it's going to be PC available. So now I can play all these games on PC. That's cool. When they release. That's they cool. So you're saying you, uh, you can buy the game for the Xbox, but you can play it on the PC for free with the same game. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> what Xbox Game Pass is, it's think of it as like a Netflix service. Oh, uh, okay. All their games are there. So you pay the $10 a month, you have access to 100 games or so, or however many they want to put, but all the games that are Xbox, Microsoft's first party published, they come out day and date on this service. So you mm. don't have to pay the $60 to pay for it. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why you're like so upset about like brand new games coming out. Like... <laughs> Maybe if I'm they're not, not uh, <laughs> it's just that, yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get a sound clip of you, yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right, I was trying, I was trying to make a case for my prediction, is what I was trying to do. <laughs> well, you save it for the, uh, save it for the judge at the end, okay? <laughs> just gotta build it so up, man. Gotta build up the case. <laughs> so. As we know, we'll move on. I'm just excited about that. I got $5. Like, I literally, because I think uh, you could pay $1 to try it if you don't have, like, an Xbox subscription, and it's $5 a month in the beta. I did that, and I've downloaded, like, six games right now. I haven't played any of them yet, but I'm ready to play some. Uh, uh, so, moving on. Uh, <laughs> what you don't know right now is that while you're, while Andre's trying to make his case for the predictions, he's also, like, cash-apping me, like, $5 every few minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and this this is gonna go to another thing that we had talked about. You know, Game of Thrones has been like super hot. You know, well, I don't know, if it's super hot right now after the the eighth season. But we had talked about that's pretty much the only way you're going to get the end of like the last two books. And part of that reason I feel like that way is because. I'm a procrastinator. I know a procrastinator when I see one. <laughs> George R. R. Martin is a procrastinator. He's done everything but write those books. And an example of that is another big announcement that was kind of hinted in leaks earlier was George R. R. Martin and From Software, the Dark Souls developers, have been working together on a game called Elden Rings, which was just announced for uh, Xbox. Oh, man. He, I'm telling you guys, I'm never going to get your... Uh, yeah, I mean, no, books. I mean, I feel bad for, yeah, I feel bad for Heidi because she's read all the books and yeah. it sounds like she's read, she's, she's going to have read, she's read all the books and that's all the books that are going to be out. So technically she's finished it. <laughs> but this was, I mean, there was no date on it. This has just kind of been an announcement, but supposedly what this is, is like an open world, sorry, an open world, uh, high fantasy Dark Souls type game, which I know... You know, Dark Souls or give or take it, like the gameplay. I love them. I'm going to play this game, but I mean, having George R. R. Martin attached to it doesn't do anything for me. But I'm always open for one of these new games. But if, and also, they, but they if, didn't if, show. 
If Keanu Reeves was part of it, though. Oh, there we go. That'd be amazing. <laughs> they, they didn't show like an ounce of gameplay either, like which kind of or really any lore, like too, like yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But no, you're right. It was just a cin- cinematic trailer. It was a reveal trailer, and I think nowadays, especially gamers, like we want to see how it's being played. Like that 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 takes a lot into it now. Uh. And also next, like a uh, uh, kind of like a soft release is there. They announced the Xbox uh, Elite Wireless controller. None of us have those. Supposedly very good. A big surprise for me was, uh, and I don't know how I feel about this really, is they announced a new acquisition of a of a company, which is one of my favorite companies, which is Double Fine Productions. Well, I mean, it's they they get to keep existing which is not you know it's better yeah that is true yeah but like i said i'm i'm a big tim schaefer fan if you don't know who tim schaefer tim schaefer is he's done a lot like uh very famous adventure games like full throttle a day of the Denticle, uh salmon max the original one uh and you know coming out now is like psychonauts and brutal legends he does a lot of games that very few people outside of his fan base know about (laughs) yeah but uh they they did oh he also did a costume Custom quest, quest. yeah one and two which i love the game uh, yeah so, so you know it's a small indie studio tim schaefer's been in the business for 30 plus years i really like my like his sense of style i like his sense of humor uh and i'm really excited about psychonauts too because i like that game too uh, i like the first one but it just surprised me because i felt like it came out of nowhere uh, this announcement and I'm, I'm happy for it like you said Andre, Andre said that they get to keep existing and, and and with the backing of Microsoft they might have that cushion to be able to do more things above like the uh, the indie indie scene uh, any so I got I'm gonna ask a question for this next one this uh, quickly uh, are you a big Dragon Ball Z fan like uh, I, I like the original Dragon Ball like I watched it I watched the show <laughs> oh, was, when I was younger uh, so you're more of a Dragon Ball and less of a Dragon Ball Z fan you're not like one of those fans that just thinks the anime is like the best in the world not at all because once they once the spirit bomb took like three months to get over then I'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they they just announced also that uh, Dragon Ball Z's uh, has an open world. I think it's like an open world uh, fighter called Dragon B- Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Uh, it's that's so, like an RPG though. It's an RPG. Yeah, action R- action, action RPG. RPG. Yeah. So we're I think we're gonna go through a lot of, a lot of these more quickly. Some of them we might not mention because I think it's best now for us to kind of highlight the things that really interest us. I think that's that's where we're best at instead of uh, you know just saying okay yeah this we're not really interested so that's it. So from now on I think we're just gonna continue on things that either I think are really interesting or you guys I think you guys might be interested. Yeah, I mean one uh, thing I do want to point out I mean, just because like I like me from the horror standpoint I do. I did like the fact that they're making a Blair Witch. I mean, I don't know if I like it, but the fact that they're trying to make a Blair Witch game. Yeah, it, it looked interesting. It looked Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I'm definitely I, interested in that. But, um, yeah, other than that, that's, that, that's, where, that's where I'm going. That's the, yeah, I was, I was surprised. Like, I didn't know it was, like, Blair, Blair Witch right? in the beginning. Yeah. Like, and it's so weird, like, that property. Like, it is a weird game, property. Like, <laughs> like, to bring out, like, you know. <laughs> I, th- I thought pretty much after Book of Shadows it, w- it was done. Oh man! <laughs> but, uh, so. Oh no! But then they did it again. They did. A, they did another one. 
and that was, they did uh, they did like a three. They did another Blair Witch movie, and it was not that good. Yeah, Book of Sh- I know Book of Shadows was Blair Witch too. Yeah, and then they did another one, I think, two years ago, which I that that, could, that should tell you how good it is. And I don't even remember the movie that well. I just wasn't impressed by it. But yeah, but I I did like this again. I'm not a big horror guy, but I think like you know it looks interesting. Like I, I would definitely check it out. Right. Uh, another big one for us. We did finally get a release date for The Outer Worlds. Yes. Which, October 25th, mm-hmm. 2019. So yeah, that should be cool. That game, that should be yeah, like that game is definitely... And that, that uh, is a game that it looks like it will run just fine on current consoles and computers. Yeah. yeah, and so that one I think we're all really hyped for, and I know what I'm going to be doing October 25th. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I, none of us care about this game, but I have to like... I need I need Andre to you know give him his like little soapbox for a minute. So Andre, talk to me about your feelings of the uh, Ninja Theory four v four multiplayer melee action game, uh, Bleeding Edge. I mean, we were just talking about last episode about like how it's amazing that there are so many games that people want made, like, and you can see just about anywhere on the internet you go. And like developers manage to make shit that nobody wants or care <laughs> or like so this one it's like a super like like funky like designed four v four online combat game by the makers of Hellblade which is a great game but it's a really weird like you know game to follow on with uh, and the folks at Ninja Theory so. Um, it's called Bleeding Edge, and all the characters are somewhat... I don't even know how to define them. They're like a cyberpunk slash... Yeah, yeah. I was looking... Um, it looks like they're all, like, can turn into vehicles. Like, they're, they're so humans, but they have, like... weird. Yeah. Like, I know there was, a, there was this, like, fat lady that can turn into a motorcycle, and oh it's, like... God. I mean, it's, honestly, it's, they're, they're, uh, they, come off, they come off to me as, like, Borderlands rejects. Yeah. It, yeah, or, like, you know, Mad Max, but, like, cartoony. Like... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So, Mad Max, but bad. For me, like games like this, just kind of tell me that like that company has a yes culture. Like there is nobody in that company that can say no, this sucks, or this is stupid, or this is not going to do well. And like somebody would be like, yeah, you know what? Actually, I think you're right. That does because if I worked there, I'd be fired. Like I'd be like, hey, we have to stop. Like this game sucks. Like it looks like garbage. <laughs> nobody wants to play it. Nobody is asking for it. Nobody needs it. It's a super overcrowded, you know. Uh, like section of the game market you're trying to get into, um, but you know, sure enough, it's going to come out and they're going to be like, "Oh my god, I'm, we're so surprised! Gamers are like so hard right now." You know, like, it, it, yeah, it's just this game. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, this pissed me out so bad. Like the next day, I'm listening to like that, like the Bethesda, whatever. Like, and I'm just thinking about this damn game. Like, man, that game is going to tank so hard. Why? Why did it make it? But, you know, we'll see. Maybe I'll be wrong. We'll see. Who knows? But like I said, ah, I'm not gonna try that game. I'll try a lot of games, but if it's like a four v four thing, I'm just I'm I'm out. Like, uh, but and, and this is gonna go into prediction, so that's why I'm gonna mention it. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. It's something I'm really looking forward to. The first one, Ori and the Blind Forest, is this like beautiful Miyazaki looking uh, Metroidvania. Uh, that I really loved, really hard, but really good. Uh, this one I've been looking forward to. It's gonna come out. Uh, February 11th, 2020. That, did, that really Just, looked really striking. Like, really. It's not a game that I will yeah. play, like, but it, it definitely looked like a really strikingly beautiful game. Yeah, I'm, I'm de- that's definitely one of the games that I'll, I'll 
I don't I don't even have to pick it up because I'm probably gonna have the PC Xbox Pass at that time, and that'll be on it for free. Yeah. So there we go. So I I uh, I know you guys probably don't care about this, but contrary to most games at E3, Minecraft Dungeons actually showed some gameplay. Uh, which for me is like the natural progression. Last year they show like announcement, little trailer, <laughs> and then this year, guess what? They show gameplay, and then next year the game comes out. It you know makes sense. <laughs> but anyways, and actually it looks it looks decent. I mean, it, it's probably not worth more than maybe like twenty or twenty nine dollars, but uh, it looks entertaining enough, and like they are doing actually more than I expected that they would uh, with the game. So I I may check it out if it's one of those Game Pass uh, titles that comes out that definitely interests me yeah i mean definitely because microsoft is a uh sorry mojang was bought by microsoft so they're a first party studio so, did, now, so they'll be on so there. did you guys i mean are you guys ever did you guys or your kids like play minecraft at all oh yeah when it came no. when it came out at first i definitely it was a thing like it was okay yeah you know, i played it for i mean just a minute a little bit you know and because right, i've honestly never played minecraft like i just I've just come on, it, it, Andre. This is safe space. You could tell them you had a like a Minecraft body pillow. No, and, I didn't. I, I have no shame, my friend. <laughs> he dresses up like a creeper every year for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so no, uh, yeah, it's it looks like it's a Diablo type game in a Minecraft universe, but you know, honestly, I I just it's going to make me want to play another Diablo. I, it's, I don't really have any interest in this. You, you are right. I don't care. <laughs> but, you know, there are fans out there, and, you know, if I hear, good for If them. I hear good things, I'll check it out. Because, I mean, like, if, if you know, like, people would make, used to make, make fun of, you know, uh, playing Lego games, like Lego Star Wars or Lego or Lego Marvel or Lego Avengers, but everybody loves those games. Oh, so. yeah. It's just, the, the gameplay looks solid. You know, it does look like a devil game, like you said, but on the demo, the guy, the little guy picks up a hammer, and then, like, there's a real like weighty like thump to like you know you can see when he hits the hammer there's like a uh, like a feedback like sound and visual yeah. it just looks like a solid little action RPG and I don't care if it's Minecraft or what it is I mean, it looks decent enough yeah uh, and, and speaking of like Lego stuff that uh, they just announced a Lego Star Wars game uh, I love Lego games uh, they're great for kids they're, they're good for my kids uh, and this is gonna basically be a new game that shows the whole what, what, well, is, what, is, what is the nine saga. trilogy yeah it's the entire yeah. nine movies uh, a condensed into one game yeah. story it's gonna be lighthearted. it's gonna be fun It'll get my kids to, you know, it's a, a game about Jedi that I know it's going to have solid gameplay, so and they'll have fun and it'll be easy. I, I'm, I'll, I'll be looking forward to that too. But uh, a next, another game that really looked beautiful that caught my eye that I'm, I'm excited about because I like the series in general, but this one just looks really beautiful. Was the Tales of Arise? Uh, I'm a big Tales of Destiny. Uh, Andre uh, is a champion of what it tells of Vesperia, I think it yes. is. It is. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is just the next one in like a 20-year-long series that they're all standalone, but it's a good RPG with a, a, a very Jap like JRPG by the books RPG, but uh, I like it, and I'm looking forward to seeing more about it. Uh, so this is one I didn't even know they made this, and nonetheless that it was in Japan uh, and on the East for a long time. But Fantasy Star Online Two was announced that it's coming to like yeah. uh, you know the West. I 
see when this first came out in uh, Dreamcast, the first one, mm-hmm. I I know it was like the biggest deal. Oh yeah, yeah. For Dreamcast, yeah, I played that. Yeah, I played that game forever. So really, are you guys? Yeah. Ex- yeah, did you like get to max level? Like, what's that? Did you get to max level and stuff? I got yeah, I got to max level and then just like nothing oh. else, nothing else happened. So I, I, I just like everybody else, I stopped playing. But yeah, I thought it was a really fun game. I didn't play that much. I played it, but I didn't. I definitely didn't play that much. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Me and Paul, we liked it a lot. It was good. So I don't know. I mean, because this is it shows says it's going to come to Xbox and PC in 2020. It's going to be free to play and feature crossplay, which is kind of neat. Uh, like I said, hopefully it comes out on PS4 eventually after that. Uh, but it. Uh, I don't know if you if you guys have tried it before, would you guys be interested in trying this again just to like test it I'm out? Not. Kind I, of like- I, I looked it up when I found out that it was out in Japan. I looked up some vi- like videos on um, on YouTube, and it, I'm just too far. Like it had no, it didn't mm. like jog my memory anyway. I couldn't relate to it. It didn't look like anything I ever knew. It just, I don't know. I mean, it's free, so maybe, but it like I'm not getting the that like nostalgic like oh wow it's that game you know like sort of sort of deal and really wanted to play it yeah i would i would give it a try and see if it was fun like i remembered but i'm not like oh my god i can't wait to play fantasy i mean i'd have to see i'd have to see because if i remember i played very little of it i did try it when it first came out but it just it was a very basic like hack it wasn't like a very basic hack and slash dungeon you know you go into dungeon you you feed your robot companion some parts and then i just very like there wasn't a lot to that game. It was just very you know, a loot-driven game, right? It was, but I mean, it just felt like I mean, I, I, at that point, I hadn't really played anything like it before. So it, yeah, it, that's true. You know, it, it definitely caught my caught my interest. That's cool. Man, we'll we'll see. Uh, I'm I'll, if somebody else tries it, I'll try it with them. But I really don't have like an interest in this game. But uh, just because there's so many games out right now, <laughs> and so Andre, it wasn't released today, but. They did officially announce Battletoads. What did you think of like the art style and all that? Uh, I mean, it did. That one did scratch that nostalgic feeling. You know, I was like, okay, I I, I want to check this out. It's not, I guess, my first choice for the art mm. style, but uh, I'm I'm definitely excited about it. Well, that's cool. Yeah, like I said, it's a uh, it's going to be three players couch co op uh, gameplay. Hopefully, you can play online as well. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see if it's as hard as the last one because I did see that there was some kind of like a speeder bike uh, section in that game uh, in the new one. Yeah, I don't think you can get out of Battletoads without having that. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, there and that's pretty much it. Uh, a few smaller things they they announced Crossfire, which is supposedly a big MMO in in the East. They showed Dying Light two a bit. They had that new DLC for State of Decay too, which actually has me wanting to try State of Decay because State of Decay was always one of those games where it's like a survival base, uh, but there was no like main story to follow through in it. So I kind of just stepped away, and now it actually is going to have like a uh, story uh, in it. So I'm gonna try that. Twelve minutes was something that really interested in me. It was a uh, indie game where you're basically it's like an overhead game where it takes place in an apartment you got 12 minutes to figure out what's going on you keep dying and you're in this like loop uh wastelands 3 i can't believe that was that was shown in uh the microsoft i i was surprised because after i saw this i was thinking that 
I kind of knew it was Wasteland, but I was like, man, like I've always said, I do not like the first person uh, Fallout games nearly as much as I like the isometric ones, which is basically Fallout One and Two. Uh, and I was like, man, I just wish I could play those again. I didn't realize like Wasteland Two and Three are pretty much that. So I'm, it's piqued my interest, and I want to try these and see how they compare. And if if I can get that that uh, hook that I. And love I have of like the original Fallout's with these two, because that's what Fallout was based off of originally the original Wasteland. Right. Uh, so, but that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, a few small things. Age of Empires two is coming, uh, definitive edition. Uh, but other than that, there's nothing really, really big. I think for us. Uh, so let's let's kind of say, what did you guys think of the conference overall? Like, I I feel like I. You, you guys are a bit more luke, lukewarm, especially Andre. Like, you just didn't get that big oomph that you wanted, like, the that a console would tell you. Because they did talk a little bit about the console. Sorry about that. <laughs> they talk, they talk, but it was, it. and I told Andre, it just seemed like everything that Sony had said, what, like a month ago about what it is going to be is what this is. You know, they talked about the ray tracing. They, they talked all the bullet yeah. points. Pretty it was much super disappointing. So. And I think it's being more disappointing to me now because... Like consoles are getting closer and closer to PC, and and not just like you know, in um, like a performance way, but in an actual part you talk about. Like they basically describe how you build the PC. They're like, we're gonna have this CPU, this hard drive, <laughs> this video card, and, and and it's like I'm thinking the entire time, like, man, that sounds just like a PC. Like that's exactly what I was thinking about when I'm thinking about building a PC, um, and. That's kind of I don't know that you know like you said they came out and they said yeah this is gonna be amazing uh, and for me the funny thing was my prediction is that the Xbox whatever Scarlet was gonna have a shared game library with the PC mm-hmm. meaning like mm-hmm. you buy a game for the Xbox and it's it can play it on the PC that you just buy it once mm-hmm. cross play right and like the entire time their guys are talking about like how. The, the new Xbox is going to be more about just the console and they're going to break the barriers of play and you're going to be able to play your way however you want it. And I was like, say it. I was like, <laughs> say it. Say, it was like, so, like they danced all around it. They basically said it, but they didn't say it, you know, in, in the terms mm. that I want to. What did you um, want them to say? That, exa- that you know, you, you buy an Xbox game and you can play on the PC or on the Xbox, like, oh. or on your phone or wherever, gotcha. like, seriously, gotcha. gotcha. platform. Um, but you know, I mean, it is what it is. It's not ready for whatever. I'm sure there's like a huge strategy behind of when they release these things and it's a whole, you know, race and competition and it makes sense at some point, people that make a lot of money, um, you know, make these decisions. Um, so I'm not, I'm not going to hold against them. You know, it's just not the E3 that I want it, but, uh, I, I will give overall Microsoft, I'll give them a seven. Really? Yeah. Uh, I was surprised. I was going with six, actually. Uh, <laughs> I went a little bit lower because, again, like uh, they, they had games. A lot of the games we kind of knew about or like the big games we knew about. Uh, and we got a few, few uh, release dates. But like I said, without that big, like you said, that really big uh, game or even like the the, the system specs, uh it just it it was games. It was just middle of the road. It wasn't like exciting, but it wasn't bad. And again, I think that's a theme of a lot of these uh, 
conferences this year. But they did show Halo, which I, it looked interesting to me. Uh, Halo Infinite. That was like the the one more thing at the end, uh, and it looks nice. But that is like a they call it Project Scarlet is a release for that. Yeah. Ah, okay. But uh, so I went with the six. I mean, it's good, but it's nothing like to write home about. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, like the, the thing that that everyone seems to know about, like you know, whether it's a casual gamer or someone that knows nothing about games, is has just been, oh, Keanu Reeves, he he was there. I guess there's a game yeah. coming out with him. So I would go with yeah, I would go with like a six because I mean that like everything everything. If if you were a gamer, if you're if you know about games, yeah, you got excited. But not like, but that's the thing. As a gamer, I wasn't super excited. The only thing I got excited about was Cyberpunk 2077. And yeah. once again, that's not even about that's not even about Xbox. That's just about the game. So, so the reason why I give them seven is because that is really literally all I all I think was missing was like a big review, like one title, one or two titles. Right. Like right. one would have done it, but two definitely been like a straight ten. But I feel as far as showmanship, as far as like excitement and like that, like exciting they're like apple you know like kind of like review conference type things where there's a lot of like you know um what's the word like preparation and hype and stuff i felt like their presentation was really good and they had mm-hmm. 60 games a lot of games yeah. that can read they basically resurrected double fine which is a big deal for me mm-hmm. um oh, so i and like <laughs> And again, to me, the biggest news for me and what made me the happiest was the Xbox Game Pass. Now, like I just I can't like tell you how excited right. I am. Right, that, that is cool. That is good. Um, oh, but you guys, so what? But, do you, what did you rate? We didn't rate EA. Oh, it, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think it did. That, yeah. Uh, I guess. I guess. Uh, two. Three. Just, just, just <laughs> so. But yeah, okay, so that's it for Xbox. Uh, still, a lot of new games, a lot of cool games. I'm excited to be able to play a lot of games now on uh, for, what, 5 10 bucks a month. I think it's 60 bucks a year. Oh, they also announced the uh, Ultimate Game Pass, which is basically you get the uh, Games Pass for Xbox, for PC, and Xbox Live Gold for 15 bucks a month, which basically sin- saves you, uh, I think, 10 bucks a month. But yeah, so that's it for Microsoft. Now let's let's get into more of our wheelhouse, uh, and I'm excited about hearing the next one because <laughs> this I think Andre had the most hopes for in the beginning, which was uh, Bethesda. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this is going to go either really good or really poorly. And, I don't think it's going to go the sound, really good. <laughs> yeah. So. Let's talk. I believe Bethesda started off with Blades, if I'm not not. Uh, yeah, great mistaken, way of right? starting mobile game. <laughs> uh, so, and they had talked about like how uh, what was it? Uh, no, fall, was there a Fallout 76 that they started off? I don't know. No, it was Blades. They, okay, so it was Blades. Uh, everybody was so happy. I'll tell you what. This this was the only. Conference and I had talked to Andre throughout this whole thing. It was thing. so it obvious. made me fucking angry. Like it just made me annoyed and pissed off, and I didn't want to watch it anymore. I really didn't. Yeah. Like because of several things, and a lot of it, I I saw like a lot of times in these conferences, uh, in the audience, companies like Ubisoft or Square, they'll pad the audience with like half of their uh, employees. So, like, the people that are really cheering are usually the employees, like, hitting those marks. Yeah. And, and it was – I have never seen it this bad before in, uh, in this 
series. So, but yeah, it was. There was one guy in particular that kept shouting "Yeah" throughout the like whole thing. screaming, and he was close to like the microphone. <laughs> so even the, the presenters like were often like startled, and they would stop talking and like take like a second pause to look at the guy, and then keep talking. And it, and, and, and it, yeah, and it one it threw off me because I I'm hearing this guy, and it's throwing off the people on the stage. Yeah, and it was really and was, obnoxious, you know, and it was so obvious. It was uh yeah. And, it, and, and you and it was bad to me too because, like we said, they start off with Elder Scrolls Blade. Uh, man, I could care less about Elder Scrolls Blade. And I told Andre as soon as the word mobile pops up, ninety percent of the time I'm I'm out. Like I'm just my brain glosses over for however long the segment is. Uh, but they said okay, they have like they're adding I think dragons in it and you know all, stuff I don't care about. And then it's coming to the Switch. Which is just oh, this is one game I wish didn't even come to the Switch. I think it's the only one game because I just I don't care about it. It doesn't look good. It's like a where uh, everybody wants. Th- this is a thing I think a theme with uh, a couple of uh, companies where where's the game we want? Don't give us this like yeah, it's back to everybody my wants thing. Elder Scrolls. Don't give don't give us this uh, Bobots Transformers. You know like this. Uh, dollar store version of the games we want and but hey you know what they said blades is the number two mobile uh game they have and it's been doing a lot so yeah. or making a lot of money for them so yeah it's all about the money. uh and and so yeah so this this whole conference i was thrown off at, yeah. but there's still some good things i liked about it uh Oh, we'll stick with the mobile. Another game oh, yeah, that I really like. Uh, I, I, man, I don't. I don't know whose idea was this, but Commander Keen. Like, if a lot of people don't know, Commander Keen was like a, a PC game uh, originally. Like, what in the eighties, early eighties? Yeah. Uh, it was. It was like lauded as a really good, uh, almost like a Mario clone in a way, uh, but for the computer. Well, they just announced like a mobile game for Commander Keen, and this was another game I was like, "Who cares? Who wants this? I, oh, I don't understand where it's not even like a side scroller. It's some weird." And it's not like you know some of these games, like Nintendo, for example. Like, you know, it's a smaller game. They have mm-hmm. like what, like a forty-five second clip that just mm-hmm. shows a little bit. Like they had like the whole like this lady came out. She had like a long spiel about like the game in the eighties and everything. You know, it was like, man, this is like, because I think it was like about five or ten minutes long, and I was like, it's that much too long. Like it should have been like a thirty <laughs> second clip. You know, we're doing this. Cool, check it out. It's on mobile. Like that's it. You know, I, and, and it was a bait and switch because you know she talked. The first thing she talks about is, oh, you're playing a Saturday morning cartoon. Like, yeah. I was like okay, I can get down with that. <laughs> like, and you, and you and you see like a trailer, this really cool, like you know, almost like cheesy 1980s looking of like the two twins, and like it's very cartoony. And then as soon as you see the gameplay of like on a mobile phone, it's just <laughs> like yeah. somebody slapped yeah. me across the face. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that 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 was annoying for me. Um, yeah, let's talk about something and, good though. Can we can we move on to okay. something good? Yeah, so yeah. Fallout so, seventy six, it's finally going to have. Oh, you said you, you said you were going to talk about something good. Fallout seventy six <laughs> is going to have NPCs and a story 
and which is going to keep evolving and they're going to keep adding to it which for me basically they it's kind of like yeah they're going back on their whole design idea but hey you know at least they listen to some feedback and it's going to be somewhat of a single player fallout game like and that's kind of all i need to like well, and, and 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 again we're, i'm going to sh- uh, i'm i'm going to sh- sh- throw shade at ea you had talked about in your predictions ea is going to apologize for anthem they didn't <laughs> But Fallout 76, the first thing they said is like, listen, guys, we're sorry. We know it had Tom problems. Tom Howard didn't, they didn't did apologize. That. He said it was <laughs> rocky and that we got a lot of feedback. He like danced around it. He didn't say he, they were sorry. But they did acknowledge but There was the one part, moment that I thought was hilarious because as soon as he like, as soon as he mentioned it, like, because you could tell what he was saying. He's like, yeah, and the release was, and some lady in front of him like burst out laughing, like super <laughs> loud. And you could see like, he like, Gave her like a sideways look for like a second <laughs> before he kept going, and that that moment kind of made it for me. That was enough for me. <laughs> but I, you know, and and they didn't mention apparently like the people that have stuck with it. It's funny, like the people that actually stuck with it are like a super nice community because they want people to stay there so the game doesn't close down. <laughs> so that's like one of the things they talked about. Uh, obviously, they didn't say that second part about it. They wanted to close it down, but. You know, and this had prompted me and Andre to even say, "Oh, it oh, looks like we're finally going to play a Fallout game, yeah. like, or this game is a Fallout because this game needs that." Like, we we all know Fallout. We love the stories of you get with the NPCs, and that was that's the main draw. Yeah, as far as Fallout seventy six goes, that was like the absolute deal breaker. That was like hmm. there are no NPCs in the world. Everybody is a player, so there's no voice act, there's no stories, there's no quest, there's nothing. So right. for- yeah, it's it's like uh, it, it's all the story is through like audio logs. Uh, I know. Like, and that's the whole thing. Like when, 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 um, when Heidi and I first saw that it was coming out, we all got, we all got really excited. She was like a step ahead of me as usual. And she was able to get the freaking power, uh, what do you call it? The power armor helmet edition. Yeah. I was like so jealous, but I, I'm like, I got the game. I'm like, okay, I, I got the game. I can't wait to play it. And then I started like reading reviews and watching video, and I'm just like, "Where there's no there's no NPCs? I have to talk to everybody else if I want to like, you know, converse. To, if I want to talk to yeah. anyone, it has to be a player." Like, and honestly, I kept the game for two days and I returned it because I'm just like, "I don't want to play this. This is not the Fallout experience I'm looking yeah, for." Exactly. Yeah. Well, well, in what after like the first week or the first two weeks, it went down like forty or like thirty bucks. Like right. it really like yeah they they and that pissed off even the people that stuck with it then like because that means they they just basically paid this overpriced uh, game so uh, but like I said they're they're changing it Congre- I, you know I feel sorry for the people that played out Fallout seventy six beta and I'm looking for the final the real release of the game that comes out yeah but <laughs> and, that uh, that was good news and for me that was kind of the highlight of the the show yeah. Uh, but you know, also like this whole Ghostwire Tokyo looks interesting. It to does me. look uh, good. If you're, yeah, uh, you know, if you're a fan of Shinji Mikami, right. uh, mm-hmm. you know, this this looks like a like a weird <laughs> horror game where you're like, I don't even know what you are, like a uh, ninja ghost guy. I don't know. But yeah, he's weird. Like if you know Shinji Mikami, he does some weird Japanese horror, uh, and this looks like. Weird Japanese horror. Yeah. <laughs> I was thrown off by the whole presentation, to be honest, because I feel like Square Enix did it perfectly. 
Japanese guy comes out, speaks Japanese, <laughs> and then there's a little translator lady that like translates, but then the guy he like interacts as something's in English. And then Bethesda, I don't know if they forced them or if, whatever it was, the plan was the Japanese speaker folks came out and they were trying to speak English, but it was a real broken, like real, really heavy accent to English. And I don't know if it's a thing that because I'm not like not of like a native born like speaker. It, I'm more sensitive to it, but I, it was just made me cringe so hard. Entire like presentation, oh. I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> speak Japanese!" <laughs> you know? Yeah, and and they also so they also showed a new game from Arcane Studio called Deathloop, which, which I don't I don't really know what this is. It's like there's a, it's a dual storyline where you're in this island that is like. Uh, looks like sown in chaos, and you're basically either this guy or girl, and and your job is to try and kill each other. But yeah. every time you do the time resets, so yeah, but it seems interesting because really like the guy thinks that the only way to fix this is to like kill her, and she thinks that the only way to like protect this is to kill him. Right. So I think that actually looked pretty interesting. Yeah. But again, yeah. like looked great on the trailer, but like zero gameplay like footage. So I have no idea if it's going to be something that I'm into or not. Right, mm-hmm. and and now and this is a game that everybody knows coming out, but this legit is like what I was most excited more about is Wolfenstein Youngblood. Like I just I can't wait for this game. Like <laughs> I want to play it so bad because and I was thinking about it like after after this whole this whole uh, conference, I was thinking like. You know, out of all the games that release, we always talk about Skyrim or, I mean, Elder Scrolls or what, the, the new game that we talked about, the space game. What, what is that called again? Uh, this We were hoping to see. Um, Star uh, Starfield. 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 And this, like, Wolfenstein is legit now, like, my favorite franchise in uh, Bethesda's Bethesda. Like I, 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 I'll take anything of Wolfenstein right now, just because I love the story and I think it's really cool. And this is like a first-person co-op game that I want to play with somebody, but I don't. None of you guys want to play with. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll but, I mean, you know me. Like I'm a fan of Wolfenstein after after trying out the game, so I'm definitely down. But I mean, this we all we knew it was coming out July 26. There's nothing new right. there, but it's just it, I saw more of it, and I just I want to play this game so bad. I'm I'm ready, and I'll I'll, I'll tell you what, Christian, I'll spend the extra ten dollars. It's a thirty dollar game, so it's not a big price point. But if you if you pay, pay forty dollars, uh, I think you give it a copy to a friend so you can both. Oh, play. sweet! Like so, yeah. It's, it's not uh, if you'll play with me, I definitely yeah, in a heartbeat, I'll get it. Sounds good, too. man. Because <laughs> that ship has sailed for me and Andre to play it. Well, I'll, I'll have to find something else for him, and I'm fine with that. Uh, but also, Doom Eternal, the, the big game that was kind of shown is Doom Eternal, which where I really, Wolfenstein's my favorite uh, because of the narrate, narrated focus, narration focus of the mm-hmm. game. Uh, Doom Eternal is also like, was re uh, rebooted. And the last like game, Doom, was really, really good. It was less story than Wolfenstein, but the action was like way more fun. It was more the, the game was better to play, and I had a lot of fun. I, I didn't play all of it, uh, but I, I, I'm excited for this one as well. Uh, I, I think it'll be really good, but I think with the original Doom too, I will also get it when it's like twenty bucks on sale, just because. It's coming out November 22nd, and I, I don't know if this is going to be my big holiday game. Right. 
And I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot in uh, Nintendo that's just got my. Uh, Nintendo's getting a lot of my money this year. I'm not, uh, I'm not gonna lie. <clears throat> so yeah, but that's pretty much it. Uh, what did you guys think overall? I know, but there's a like Andre was. Is this was this the one you were looking forward to the most? Like, yeah, and I, I mean, I, I kind of want to explain to you a little bit, and you and Christian and Heidi and the listeners, and you know, Bethesda is a company that it's my company. Like, <laughs> I grew up with this company, and this used to be a one-title company. Like, I play Elder Scrolls II Daggerfall in, like, 1997, um, and I was in Brazil, and I had to go to, like, a friend's house because at the time it was very rare to have a computer that could play the game. And I would go to a friend's house, and I would play with him, and I absolutely love the game. And when um, uh, Morrowind came out, uh, which was after I already moved to the U.S. in, in 2002, I remember I bought it on release day and I had, it was like that coming to America moment. I was like, Oh my God, like I have Morrowind on release day and I have a PC that can play it. It was amazing. But anyways, so I grew up with, with this company and I'm happy that there's such a big company now. And it kind of started with fallout three, right? Like they got the fallout license and obviously everybody was super happy. And so was I, cause fallout was another game that I grew up with. Uh, and they made it into a shooter, which was good. Then they got the Wolfenstein license, and they made Wolfenstein a shooter, and they got the Doom license, and Doom's a shooter. And so this E3 show, it was literally like a ton of shooters and a couple other games from other studios that they have. And then Todd Howard's like, yeah, we're working on Elder Scrolls. Yeah, you know, we're, we're working. Some Something Fallout's going to happen at some point. Yeah, Fallout 76 is here. And from, like, that perspective, if you can relate, like, imagine, Robert, like, you have an E3 sometime where Nintendo is like, yeah, like we have all these shooters or we have all these like sports games and yeah, we're working on some Mario related thing. We're working on some like RPG or whatever, but we're not going to talk about it next year. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously yeah, it's, no, it's, it's not it. going to happen from like one day to the other. I get it. But it, it, it did happen to Bethesda. They're not the same company that I used to love and the company that would cater to me and make the game that I love. Because their games were also these games that were benchmarks for the PC gaming. You know, mm-hmm. you know like they pushed the boundaries of graphics, and they they it was like uh, what was it? Uh, what was that game? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, what's it? What do you do with it? Like I don't. You, you got to give me more well, of that. Well, that game that <laughs> Crisis. It was like you know, can you play? Can you run Crisis? You know, like Bethesda. Their the Elder Scrolls series was like that that you know can, can it play you know uh oblivion or can it play you know whatever a skyrim um and to go from that to you know yeah this is like our 10th or 11th project we're working on eventually but here's all the all the things that you know you may not care about that we're it's our main priority right now it, it's hard for me to shake that feeling off so i'm i'm gonna give them a, a five for for the overall all right and and I get that. Uh, I uh, again like. I you just wish they showed more of the games that you like. Uh, I think. I think Bethesda still has a lot of franchises. And again, I know you don't. You're not a Wolfenstein or really a big Doom guy. Like the remakes now, but those a lot of people do like those, and they are excited for them. Uh, I am for one. Uh, but I get it and. I'm still. I I, th- I think I'm gonna give them a little bit higher six. I, I saw what I wanted, but again, there were no bigs. Like I think Bethesda is one of those that there's the least amount of surprises out of anybody because there wasn't anything really new at all. Yeah. So, uh, but 
you saw gameplay and you got release dates, uh, so I'm gonna give it a six as well. Yeah, I, I think they, I think them and uh, Microsoft are pretty on par. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go with a six also. Uh, so uh, I'm going to mention real quick. Uh, there was a PC gaming show. I didn't. I watched about half of it. Uh, there's a few things that they they delved into. They talked a little bit more about Baldur's Gate three, which we're all excited about. I'm excited about. Uh, but the only thing I wanted to ask, because uh, it takes place a hundred years at, about a hundred years after Baldur's yeah. Gate two, so it is a direct sequel, which is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, begin, it's, it's a new it's story. It's a new story. It's not a. It's yeah. it's an indirect sequel. Yeah, uh, and so, but the one other thing that they did show at this conference, which I I don't know if you saw Christian or how excited you would be about, it, is uh, Shinmu three. They actually. Uh, they actually uh, showed footage. Oh, of nice! Like, is, is Shin move something you would like go back? Cause I, I would because I I beat. I mean, I I I I beat the first one, and I I always wanted to like play Shenmue two, and I didn't get to because it was I was done with Dreamcast by then, and yeah, I would totally go back and try it because I remember lo- I really liked, I really enjoyed the the, the first Shenmue game. So yeah, same here. I also I had a Dreamcast, you, uh, and I I definitely. Would like to play it too. Well, I think like because they did re-release them, so you might be able to pick up Shinmu two before because it is canonically it, you play as the same character. It is a continuation of his story, mm-hmm. and I think wasn't it originally like the Shinmu series that was supposed it's to be supposed like to be like games. ten games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think they decided to scale that back a bit, uh, but I don't know. I I, I missed the Shinmu boat. Uh, it wasn't something. I, something i was interested in but i was just curious like what the hype would be for a new shinmu if you guys at all were like really interested oh yeah and i still might check it out oh one thing i will talk about the pc gaming show that really excited me it's not it wasn't my it was in my top five games for sure that as far as trailers and news was seeing more of uh uh Vampire Bloodlines 2. Oh, yeah. Like, I really thought it was so beautiful in the gameplay. It's got me really excited. Yeah. It, 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 it's even kind of getting to that, like, for me, that, like, skeptical, like, E3. Like, it looks really good, you know, <laughs> yeah. but it's an E3 trailer. So we'll see. But it, I, I'm with you. Once I saw, because I think that's the first, like, deep, like, gameplay, really, that we've seen from it. And it just, it looks so good, man. It looks so good. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it uh, for the PC gaming show. Uh, I'm actually going to give that one also six. Uh, we didn't talk much about it, but it, it had more games, and they talked about a curved monitor, which is something that I guess looked good. I had to I had to consult with my PC uh, a tech it's guy. It's amazing. To talk about Once you later. see one in person, <laughs> you'd be amazed too. But it, supposedly it was a uh, cheap, not a cheap, but a affordable curved monitor. Uh, that they talked about finally. So, okay, I liked it. Uh, I the fact that they had Vampire and Shinmu, I think, uh, drew a lot of people. And any more news about Baldur's Gate three? I'll, I'll I'll take. You just give me all that information. So, all right. So next uh, is Ubisoft. Uh, and I, I, I did I, not I watch that one to be honest. Okay. No, that's fine. I can go over a few things, but I do want to mention that apparently nobody on that stage knows if it's Ubisoft or Ubisoft either, because every other person there was saying something different. <laughs> yes, like, one of my predictions came true. Then, really? <laughs> well, I put that Robbie was going to say Ubisoft at least one time, <laughs> and he just did. <laughs> But it was in context. It doesn't matter. I'll probably still say it was. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, So 
I I actually saw. I, I was excited about that. Now you make me think <laughs> of it. Like now, I I was excited about Ubisoft because it's also become where Bethesda has Bethesda and Bioware have kind of lowered in my uh, game developer pantheon. Ubisoft is coming up. Uh, I just I've been really enjoying their games of late as. You all can t- tell from listening to this, uh, but so they their big release that they wanted to talk about was Watch Dogs Legion, which Watch Dogs is like an open world game, kind of like you know Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, same type of gameplay, but it takes place in the future or but like the near future, and uh, this one takes place in uh, London, and what's exciting about this one is that. What's, what's pretty amazing, I thought, was you base your character is you control anybody in the game, like any NPC you can recruit and uh, turn them over to your side because you you play kind of like this resistance and you have to get members. So like uh, you could be like the little old lady hacker or you can be like this street thug, you know, brawler vigilante, but you recruit anybody. And I think that's like really interesting to see and learn more about and try and play. Yeah, uh, I think it has a lot of promise too because the way that the video made it seem is like once you play with like a person, you like kind of convert them into a fighter. So I don't know if there's going to be like, you know, like you, you whatever, plays the old lady and she like gains like more abilities or she gets strong, whatever. And then she's out in the town like being yeah well i mean i mean well yeah because from what i saw from it too it it seems that every character that you recruit or has or have the potential to recruit they have like their strengths and weaknesses like one might be you know more about combat one might be more about like you know like gunplay or you know like hacking and things like that so like the old lady apparently yeah i mean she they they gave a lot of attention to her and it's just like she's like a fighter per se but she knows how to she knows how to yeah go ahead Right, rightfully so, because she looked pretty cool to me. <laughs> like, I mean, that 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 attracted me. So I, I was I was reading more about it on some of these other sites. Their in depth coverage. So basically, the way it works is there are three main types of classes in the game. So the, like somebody's either going to be uh, like I think a hacker, like a fighter, like a more of a fighter, and more of like a uh, like a, a espionage type person, like a spy, and. <clears throat> They there's going to be like a mm. like you like a there's going to be two growth patterns like an individual one for the character themselves where they might go up levels and, and get better, but there's also going to be like a base for that class. So like say the class will get better equipment, like you'll get a better hacking tool for the hackers. So when if your character does die, because there is permadeath in that game for all those characters, if they die, they're, oh, they're no, done. Oh no, the great can die. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and and so. Their individual individual level will be you know gone, but you'll still have that that back end that meta of uh, like you said like maybe your enforcers have this really cool gun now uh, that they can use and that'll stick. So because obviously the game I, I I mean I wouldn't play the game at all if once my character died everything I built up to them was gone. But but it just it is on a technical achievement. I, I this is another one of those things where where Andre was skeptical of how it's going to work with Stadia. I'm like I don't I don't know my brain can't compute how this all works, uh, and it doesn't really have to. It just has to work, and I hope it does work because if it doesn't, <laughs> that's the, it's either going to work or it's not. There you go. Uh, but I'm still excited about it. 
one I'm, I'm not really excited about because I, I'm not really my wheelhouse, but uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine. It looks it's a horror theme, three player tactical co op game. Uh, one thing that I I do like about it, it's it's like a three player horror game. So I'd like to try it with you guys. Yeah, uh, very cool. You know, if it, it the more we see again, this was this is one of those no no store or is it no gameplay trailers. So we don't really know much about it, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, Ghost Recon. Uh, none of us play Ghost Recon, so we're not really going to go over that. Uh, some people like it. They did announce Ubisoft has a, a subscription where you pay 15 bucks a month. Any any uh, Ubisoft game that comes out, you'll get to play all their DLC, everything, day one, day, day release. Yeah, that, uh, that's kind of weird for me. Like It seems like I can see a future where, like, you just pay like ninety dollars a month to like yeah. six different like services, and you never buy any games. It's just, you know, like whatever your favorite developers are, developers whatever are, and you just play their library. Yeah, or like maybe if it, if they could do like a like a sixty dollar year pass, then like you know one month I'll I'll subscribe to it for a year, and then like two other companies I might pick to to do that with. But you know I. This would be interesting. Hopefully, they have more than just Ubisoft games because most of these do. Like these services do have that, just more than their base games. Uh, but they are touting over 100 games as well. So, but it's only PC right now. So that's another thing I kind of glossed over afterwards. If it comes to PS4, because Ubisoft, again, I'd want to play these games with you right. guys, you know, with you, Heidi, and so. Without that, then there's no point in me like really like investing into this unless it was a single player game. But I can get Odyssey like for twenty bucks, you know, six months off a release. Uh, Division Two Season One. They talked about all of the 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 three story modes that are coming out this mm-hmm. year. They talked about uh, the new one that's coming out uh, in summer, which is you're going to go to back to New York City. Uh, that looked really cool. I I was <clears throat> because it's still four players. What I found out realized is with the second, uh, which is a fall of second story drop, uh, which will be in the fall. That's when the second raid's gonna be. So pretty much just next one and the third one, they're all gonna be four up to four player missions and stuff, which has me more excited because. I want to try the raid, but we only have the four that I trust and <laughs> can coordinate with. with. So. Uh, I, I'm definitely going to come back to Division when that stuff comes and out. And when is it that they're going to go back to New York? Because I read that the next few patches, whatever, you're actually going to go back to New York. Yeah, that's it. Like with uh, the summer, let's see, the, uh, it says it kicks off in July. So I wonder if they're, they're just reusing like all the maps from the first game, which that's a lot of space they could add to the game. No, I don't think because it's going to be like you're going into like an area because I know there's like a zoo that you have to go through, which is going to be like, I don't know if it's going to be like just like missions, you know, like you go through one mission and you go to this area in, in uh, New York. So I don't know if it's just a part of it or like an open world like it is now, like an extension, but mm. we'll find out. Uh, and I'm looking forward to checking out. It's, it's free, so it's not you don't have to pay a season pass or anything to play it. And uh, Gods and Monsters was shown. Uh, it's some kind of like Breath of the Wild mythical uh, open world game. I'm looking forward to seeing more about it. Uh, it's coming out February 25th, 2020, but no, no gameplay, which is weird because it's coming out in like eight months. So yeah. yeah. 
Uh, roller champions. I'm not a roller champions guy. Uh, oh, and then they announced the the uh, su always sunny in Philadelphia web series, the Mythic Quest Ravens Banquet, which is something that I would actually be interested in watching. It's about like a MMO company uh, releasing something, and there's the trials and tribulations of that. But it's on Apple TV, and I don't have Apple TV, and I'm not going to buy Apple TV. So yeah, it's it's with that it one of the guys from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, right? One of the brothers. Yeah. But that's pretty much it for Ubisoft. Uh, and I, I, you know, this had the, the least amount of games, but, you know, Division 2 I was excited about and Watch Dogs, I, that whole reveal of, like, the uh, the way the systems work, I'm excited to see more about, but it's something I had to play. But it wasn't bad. Again, another, like, no big surprises. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go with like another, like I'm going to have to go with five on this one. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't watch this one, so I'm not, not really going to rate it. Abstaining. Yeah. yeah. I only, I only yeah. watched the watchdogs one. That's, that's the only thing I've seen, but you know, I'll, I'll defer to you. <laughs> I, I really think like watchdogs looks good. Like I didn't, play I mean, the first two yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, you got, I give them, I give them credit for ambition. That's very ambitious that you could play anyone in the game and recruit anybody in the game. So, Let's see how, how the gameplay turns up. Yep. All right, and let's move. We're down to the final two, which I, I, I have to say this year, it's definitely the best for last, like the final two here. Oh, yeah. So we'll get into it. It is uh, Square Enix. Man, this this conference surprised me out of all of them because I didn't think I was going yeah, to. Yeah, it surprised surprise everyone, this. I think. <laughs> it's definitely for me. I know you, you're you picking Nintendo to be your favorite, but for me, this was definitely my favorite. Like, it was the one that felt <laughs> like an E3 conference from beginning to end. <laughs> I agree. I watched the whole uh, thing. It was, it was really good. So, and I mean, they came out. Of the gate swinging, man. Like they showed Final Fantasy VII remake, yeah. and I had and and listen, I've not shitted on it, but I'm not. I've never been like the biggest fan of Final Fantasy. I always thought it was underrated. Uh, I overrated. thought it was overrated. Uh, I like the game, but it's not like, oh man, like this pariah that everybody always talks about when they talk about this game. Uh, but man, I saw this game, and it was like. This is one of those things where it was like a twenty-minute, you know, showcase of it. Yeah, and so much where, gameplay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And where like and where like all the other games we have talked about, where they they are doing ten minutes. It seems like three hours, you know, and all this. This was twenty minutes, which was probably one of the longer versions of focusing on one game. This whole show, but man, I was like hooked the whole yeah. time. Like I was really excited. I seeing the seeing the opening area. Uh, they did. Uh, you know, right off the gate, they just showing uh, the gameplay, and and that's what we wanted. We wanted to see the final gameplay. We even got a release date on it, which is March third, twenty twenty. And I, I'm getting it. I, I I I'm going to have to get this March third. Like I just yeah. So I mean that it looked amazing. The combat looked super. That that system where you like slow time to basically it turns into like a standard like Japanese RPG where you pick the ability, the attack, and then target the enemy, or whatever. Uh, I thought that looked really good. Obviously, the graphics look amazing. The characters are chatting in like a really smart way, um, which felt really natural too. Uh, and I mean, just overall, like I kept commenting and we were kind of texting back and forth. I was like, "Man, this looks so good!" And it's that surprise, like you know that 
it's something that you know you expect that's gonna be a good thing but when you see it actually in action and it's just kind of like wow like it, it has that wow factor um but the thing about this though if you guys were in tracking because i wasn't is they are not even they're not even close to being done with the game like right this they're gonna release two discs but it's gonna be basically like just the midgard <laughs> section of the game which is like 10 percent of the game and i was reading an article uh online on how they don't even they don't want to talk about the future releases because they don't know how long it's going to take to finish it so my mm. first impression my first reaction to that was like okay this is kind of like is this a deal they're going to break down the game into like 10 discs and sell like 10 games you know like they're going to charge me 10 times for one game sort of thing but it's not like what the article is saying is that there is so much more content, like things in the original game that were like a one one like paragraph comment by a character are actually now like full on like five minute like conversations. Uh, so it's not just it's almost like Final Fantasy VII was like a draft, and this remake right. is like the entire thing, you know. Yeah. So it's going to be like, I think each of the releases is going to be like 40 to 50 hours of gameplay, uh, which is going to just make that first game into lots of different games. Yeah, yeah basically they had uh, some bullet points that they had said, this is going to be the first game in the series, but it's it's only called like Final Fantasy Remake. It's not called like colon Midgar or something, yeah. like, at least not right now. So I don't know how they're going to do that, but it is $60. It is only Midgar. And, uh, but it's still like, it looks, I mean, I remember like, I, I think 10% is a little low. It's actually closer. I think like closer to 30%. Cause I remember you stay in Midgar for a really long time. In that game. Well, that's what the article uh, said. It was really, Oh, uh, so, uh, yeah, but man, we saw, we saw more characters, saw Tifa. It just, it, the game looks so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, that's another game. Like, I can't believe that's coming out on like PlayStation 4. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I'm—I mean, I'm—I'm I'm sold, man. Like, I don't think there's anything else I could have put in this to turn me around to be interested. Yeah. In. Uh, so I'm—I'm looking, and the voice acting's good. Like, even like the oh, what we've seen so far, I—it's not like, you know, whenever they hire like uh, English voice actors, the it's jarring. But it—it lo it even looks like the voice acting is like the cinematics are designed for English voice acting. Right. Well, I didn't. It, no, none of that weird Japanese dubbing, you know, looks. But I'm excited, and they're and they're they have a collector's edition that is three hundred thirty dollars. but comes with. Oh it, man! But it comes with like that uh, the cloud statue with on a motorcycle. Oh, some. Uh, <laughs> and it is important for me to say all those bullet points that I just did. <laughs> so keep those in mind. Christian, all right? uh, so. Also, an, another uh, uh, another surprise I have that I'm pretty happy with, and I even told Andre this was Final Fantasy VIII Remastered is, was announced. Look, I know it's like an old game; it's not like a brand new remake, but 
I Final Fan or Final Fantasy Seven I thought was overrated. I think Final Fantasy Eight is underrated. I really like this game. I'm I'm looking forward to playing this game again when it doesn't look like complete like another trash <laughs> because <laughs> because just, I mean it wasn't trash at the time, but like now it has like, not, especially yeah, on like HD it has not aged well. None of these games do because like like you know like the whole PlayStation 3D model error is just like so disgusting. Like trying to go back to it, you can't. It's weird, it. yeah. But you know what though? Like I played I I played Final Fantasy Nine. And and I had no problems with it. I don't know why. Like I was, I was able. Maybe it's because of the way the, the art the, the art design, the character design, and everything. But yeah, compared like compared that to like looking at Final Fantasy VIII, I was so I was happy with Final Fantasy IX. I was surprised. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's all going to be in HD now. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, then they had talked about Life is Strange 2. We're not a big Life is Strange. 2. You know what? I'm not. But I was uh, looking. I was watching the trailer, and I it I it has me interested. Yeah, me too. It, really? did, it did generate some some interest for me. That's cool. It's good. Like if you like adventure games, then it's it's kind of like that way. Like kind of like a Telltale game in a way. Uh, so yeah. Then they also announced the remake remastered edition of Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Ugh. Oh boy! <laughs> I know. It's funny because the music started playing, and I was like, I had this like danger feeling. I was like, Yeah, yeah. What's happening? Well, why? Yeah. Why do I feel unsettled? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I this this is a game. I, if we ever got to, if we all got together, if you guys would agree, I would get oh, this game. Oh man, I, just, I have. I mean, I have, it's like mobile. It's coming out on mobile. I have no good. Yeah, I have right. no good memories of that game. <laughs> it's 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 people fighting on who who's going to kill. Exactly, like me. Oh god, <laughs> me and Paul had that game, and we're just like, why did we buy this? Why did we buy it? Well, it was a weird game at the time because remember, if you don't remember, like in order for everybody to play, you guys all had to have Game Boy Advances. You all had to hook them all up. You had to have the cords for it. And it was just really like not well designed to play. Like, uh, and, but, you know, I don't know. I'd like to see more about this this uh, remake. Uh, and I, I wouldn't mind playing it with you guys, all four of us playing one time. I think it'd, I think it'd be fun if we don't kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the week before might be our last, like, uh, episode of Side <laughs> No, if we can make it through Overcoach, we can make it through anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh <coughs> So, also, uh, a nice little surprise was a, a game called War Visions, which I think is a mobile game, too. But it looks... Uh, I I told Andre halfway through this this is like a tactics game because if you're the remake of uh, Final Fantasy Tactics is called War of the Lions. So, it's kind of doing that new that whole theme, but it's just a different universe. Uh, it looks interesting. If I mean, if it plays like Final Fantasy Tactics, you can't go wrong with that. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. So, and then I've never played these uh, romancing sagas, but they they announced uh, Western releases of them. Uh, and then let's see, uh, one big, oh, and I almost forgot the big the big end game for this, which was Marvel's Adventure. <laughs> How oh, could no, you forget I, that? I didn't forget. I was waiting for you to go yeah. you know, get to it. <laughs> no, I was forgetting. Well, they had uh, they had the Final Fantasy thir- uh, fourteen. Uh, expansion, but none of us play it, and I'm not going to mention that one. Like, <laughs> let's really get into the Avengers one. Uh, so, what does this one? Did this one excite you? Was this the game? Like, was that a surprise at all for you guys, yeah. or is it what you kind of hoping in a game is? No, but yeah, like I mean, I'm a huge, I'm a, I'm a huge comic book nerd and everything. So everything, everything comic books, I'll definitely give the benefit of the doubt, even though 
of course, for the longest time, comic book games have not been the best. They, they've definitely taken an upswing in the last few years. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to looking forward to Avengers. Yeah, for me, that was the thing about the, you know, when I said that this was like the best conference for me, it had everything. Like, it had a game that I was expecting, but they showed gameplay footage and it was amazing. It blew my expectations away. And then it had like all kinds of little other interesting tidbits and things that were like, okay, that looks cool, interesting, whatever. And then for me, that was a big surprise. It's like the, you know, like the final, like, you know, cherry on top. Like, for me, I, I kind of heard things about there was an Avengers game coming out, mm-hmm. whatever, but I didn't right. see any footage or any, any images or anything. And this is like, it, obviously, it's a little unsettling because you're you, we just came out of, you know, seeing this uh, amazing Avengers movie and you're used to the characters for many years. So to see, like, uh, not Robert Downey Jr., you know, Iron Man and not a Mark Ruffalo, you know, uh, Hulk mm. and not a Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow, and whatever. It was just kind of, it was a little bit jarring. But um, the studios that are making this for me, uh, you know, um, Eidos, uh, is it Eidos, is that how I pronounce it? Crystal, Crystal Dynamics, Dynamics and, and uh, Eidos. Eidos, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, no, Eidos. It's weird because even Square Enix, I, like, one of the ladies, like the, the American guy called it Square Enix, and then, like, the Japanese translator called it Square, like, she said, like, Enix. That was kind of yeah. weird. But anyways, those are the guys that made the the Deus Ex, uh, like the newer Deus Ex games, uh, which when the, well, as soon as that thing was coming through, I thought it was going to be a Deus Ex title because he had that like texture sort of sort of thing and he showed the Eidos logo. Uh, so right away, I was super excited about who was making this game. And then when I saw how um, good it looks, because it, it does look like there's some really rich uh, acting, dialogues, interactions, some really good drama, some really high quality scenes and, and action sequences. And then it's actually like a, it's a co-op game. Um, yeah. It's like, it, it was weird because I, I didn't know it was that like until like the very end. And I thought it was like, like there's like a separate, I thought it was just like, it was a single player story. And then like, there was a separate mode that was co-op. But you're saying like it was, it's like all co, like it all could be. Pretty I mean, I think yeah, no, yeah, I think cause I think you could play either single and you, yeah, yeah, you could play single and I think you could also play co-op if. But it's if, a it's a live service game, right? Like it's it's gonna be a game that's gonna persist and they're gonna release more parts. It's supposed to be like a super long story, but they've already said all the stories, all the characters that come in, the, the additional heroes are gonna be free. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really awesome. I mean, it's, it's, so that and it says it's an action adventure game that supports up to four players. Man, I, I had to, you know, next to was it Marvel Alliance three? Like I've got, I've got to see how this plays four players. I we all have to really like get a load of this. Oh, and and you're right. Like the, the biggest uh, two things I hope because like I was I was a little thrown. I wasn't thrown off about the, all the characters, but Thor for some reason he was the one that the, I don't know if it's his beard, the the, the way he looks, but everybody else I could. Oh love, man, but Thor really for me it was off. it was the like, cape. I, I, I the the, <laughs> the fact really? the, the fact that the cape went like around his neck as opposed to behind him that kind of <laughs> that was I don't know why that was my focal point. <laughs> I don't know, it's the, the beard looks weird. Really Black, Black Widow game. was the biggest one that threw me off because her, it's not just that she's not Scarlett Johansson, it's like the model, <laughs> it kind of looks like a dude. Oh, really? With like, with like a red, if you look at it again, like, check it out. It, oh, no, it was funny because someone put up, someone put up a picture of Black Widow and they said, does anyone else think that Black Widow looks like Fiona from Shrek? 
And now, <laughs> now I can't, I can't unsee it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but it still looks really good. Uh, I, I hope because the story really intrigued me. You know, basically that they all broke up because they were framed for you know destroying the helicarrier and all this destruction so they're all kind of like i don't know if they're in hiding but they just broke up and now they have to try and get back together after the world has like disowned them that's that's really cool to me i just hope it's not like all dark you know i i want i want some like and i think that's that's the thing i'm worried about because i'm so used to the marvel cinematic universe of that like it, it can be serious but there's a lot of lighthearted moments especially now like thor ragnarok and you know thor like uh uh belly thor no, like belly thor. Uh, <laughs> the, like i just i want to see like i hope there's like the, the thor lebowski yeah okay so can you guys see my screen i'm sharing my screen with you guys <laughs> Tell me that that does not look like a dude. It's Fiona. It's Fiona from Shrek. It's totally. Fiona I mean, from her Shrek. face is like this freaking lumberjack square jaw with like a huge, <laughs> huge forehead. <laughs> Are you guys seeing what I'm seeing right now? <laughs> yeah, but I I can't see it for some reason. But it, I see. I see. I, no, yeah, I, I see it. And, and dude, ever since that Fiona comment, I can't. I can't. It's Fiona. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess we all got our things. Uh, I was like, I'm still. Uh, it comes out uh, May fifteenth, twenty twenty. Man, I tell you what, like, come early next year, like the first, like you know, was it uh, February to actually no, I think it's March, April, and May. They're just like getting slammed with all these games. Like, it's gonna be a, a good time, but it's not <laughs> for my money. Yeah, for me, it's gonna be next uh, year. Like between. Well, actually, when does when does Vampire come out? Uh, there's no announcement. Yet. So, well, but next year, Cyberpunk 2077. Right. Uh, I guess Outer Worlds comes out now. But yeah, Outer Worlds is October. There's his Avengers game. Definitely Avengers play. is Avengers is what May I think. May Final Fantasy Seven remake. Definitely gonna play that. Yeah. I mean, that's like seven games right there that. I, I mean, who? I, I think Baldur's Gate three is going to come out next year. I think Baldur's yeah, I, I think do, Baldur's like, Gate three is October. I think. No, did they announce that? No. Oh no, no there's sorry, no announcement no. date yeah, for it. I, like, I would be really surprised if that happens. I mean, it's cool, but but I, but the but supposedly the next D and D book is coming out. Like the, uh, you know, they they release like a like a campaign book every year uh the next one that's coming out is going to be like the prelude to the game so uh i think it's going to come out next year sometime uh, i hope so because <laughs> that'd be awesome yeah. uh, but yeah that's square enix so man this was a really like i was i was happy through this like there's not one uh, maybe there might be one announcement but for the most part all these announcements look really interesting I mean, whether this is my favorite favorite uh, conference or not, like I have to say, like Final Fantasy VII is by far like my game of the show. Like, no, nothing else compared to it as far as how good it looked and how interest, how hyped I got. And I think that's what E three needs to be. It's, it's, it, it hypes these games up, and no other game was hyped more than this game for me. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a nine, man. Like, uh, 
I got I gotta give this a yeah I, I am also gonna give him a nine and the reason why I'm not giving him a ten is because like they lack what Microsoft did it's just kind of the scope the showmanship the actual I mean it was cool it was like a chill like little auditorium uh, you know mm-hmm. but uh, it, the content I think was outstanding so I'm also gonna say a nine yeah definitely up there definitely up there it's the highest one for me Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, but I I did like the way they did the whole like painting, like going through each each one. That was pretty cool to me. So I I liked the showmanship of it. But it's just it was a nine because I mean it's gonna have to be something where like there's like five games out of there's gonna knock it out of the park for me to give it a ten. But uh, it's still really good. I loved it. Uh, and if 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 all if all the conferences could be more like Square this year, then it would have been a really great year. Yeah, I agree. It would have. But uh, so the final uh, conference, or I guess it's, it's not really a conference, but uh, the final studio that showed everything was uh, Nintendo. And of course, they had their Nintendo Direct this year. And man, like, I, it was, it was one of the smaller ones, which was probably, I think, about 45 minutes, uh, actually about 40 minutes. But almost everything on this. Uh, uh, direct. I I wanted to play, even if I if I don't play right away. It was interesting, and I was excited about learning more and playing more about it. Uh, with exception of one, because I don't like. I'm not an Animal Crossing guy. Uh, there's a lot of people that are. It's one of the bigger franchises, but I don't like Animal Crossing. Uh, but they did announce that it's going to be out next year. But uh, I got a release date for The Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. It looks so beautiful. I'm so excited for this. And it comes out five days after my birthday. So uh, it comes out September 20th. I am getting it September 20th, without a doubt. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 looks super fun to me. I, I lo- I've I, always loved it. I, you know, going... Luigi's my favorite of the brothers anyways. And I've just liked the series. It's always been kind of fun to see him scared. But going through getting all these booze and stuff, I, I love the... Th- the uh, aesthetic of this. Did you like? Did you, did you like uh, Luigi? Yes, I did, and I like the fact that it's like uh, uh, fully co-op. And then there's that like mode where you go into like a skyscraper with up to like eight, eight Luigi's, and you you guys all have to go bust the ghost there together. So I'm, I, listen, I a game a Ghostbusters game where I could be Luigi. I'm like sold. Like I just there's not much more in my Venn diagram that you you can get to get me into this. Uh, I think that Witcher 3 was really, you know, Witcher 3 going on Switch is pretty cool. Uh, you know, obviously it's not a big surprise as far as it's a, a quite old, but being mobile, you know, considering it's like a 200-hour RPG, you know, being able to take it with you is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, Panzer Dragoon is getting a remake. That's new, interesting. Uh, although it's yeah, well, it's not announced if it's a uh, remake or a new game in the series. Uh, it's that's a that's a that's a Sega joint. Uh, people yeah, people that are big Sega Saturn fans when it was released, it's a, like an on rail shooter that uh, I think is pretty interesting for. The yeah, I mean the fact that they brought that game back out of all games, I thought that was interesting. So. Yeah, that was surprised for me as well. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm you know, I'm not a Nintendo fan, and I, I think like this. These games are always that part of your diagram that is just completely off of mine. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to be like, what's the word? Um, like subjective? Is that is that the word? Um, objective. objective. Yeah. No, no, About no. the whole Nintendo presentation, I I know that there were some interesting like new release. Like, I know that Luigi's Mansion Three was like a new release. 
uh, sort of like first, you know, out. There was that really interesting like mobster like strategy game as well. Oh, right. It's called like Sin. It's not Sin City. What was it called? It was called. Um... Empire yeah, Sim. yeah. Empire that I think that looked really interesting. Yeah. There were a few other like minor games from like minor studios that like I thought looked really good too. But overall, I just felt like it was a lot of like re-releases and things that are like just coming to the Switch that have been out on other other consoles for a long time. Uh, you know, uh, but I know for the Nintendo fan, which I don't have that in me, so I can't really completely relate. I know it was exciting to see some stuff announced, but. Yeah, I just it just did, did. I think for me, like the Square Enix one was definitely the the high point of E3. No, and, and I totally get that. I know I know where you're coming from, which is why uh, no, I know that. So I'm gonna go finish the rest of these. Like I said, uh, so Ultimate Alliance looks really good. I it keeps looking better and better for me with each new trailer. Like because I remember when I first saw it, it looked really like pixely. It didn't look good, but it seems like. As they sh- they're showing more characters, I'm starting to get much more interested in it. Uh, you know, that's just typical, like, almost like a Diablo with Marvel characters in it. And there's a lot more than I thought. Like, because originally there, I think I saw, like, 15 uh, characters. But now I- I'm pretty sure there's up to, like, 30 at least. So I'm excited about that one. Astral, Train- Astral Ch- Chain is that weird uh, platinum game where you're, like, a cop with a robot dog or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, that looks pretty interesting. I think that's something Christian might like, uh, or be interested in trying. Oh at yeah, because yeah, it looks awesome. good. So, uh, uh, Contra Road Court. That's I'm. Like, it's a bullet hell game, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, which is something I'm not very good at. But that that was definitely one of the weaker <coughs> entrances for me. Uh, Cadence of Hyrule that comes out Thursday, so we got a release date on that, and that's I mean that looks yeah. beautiful. I want to play it. Uh, the, the t- three surprises was they're releasing uh, a Mana Trilogy, which is the first uh, three games, which was, I think, originally uh, Mystic Quest, which was on our, the Game Boy, then Secret of Mana, and never before in America release, Saiken Densetsu 3, uh, which is super exciting because I played the ROM of that. Like, yeah, me too. And that's a, re- that's a really good game where you basically, there's like seven protagonists, mm. I think, and you pick three, and depending on who your main protagonist is, you go through his story and you get a little bit of, of the story of the other two you're going to pick, but then you can go play the other oh, ones. Wow. Uh, from sorry. And they're like, like it's That's really, really cool. cool. Uh, and what's exciting is, so that, that trilogy she is out now, and it's not like a remastered version. They're not remakes. They're just, you know, they run and they, uh, I don't know if they emulate, but it's a collection, so it was made. Uh, but it's the 16-bit graphics. I'm assuming HD graphics now, so that'd be nice. Uh, but also, they announced with that that they're remaking that third game. Uh, they're calling it the uh, Trials of Mana, which is that second Densetsu three. They're remaking it. That looks really beautiful for like you know upgrade updated 3D graphics. Uh, hopefully, it's it's better than the Secret of Mana. Remake because I know Heidi had some qualms about that. A lot, a lot of people did actually. Fix this one. Uh, but it, I mean, it looks really good. Uh, so I'm excited about that one. Uh, also, Dark. This was a surprise to me out of anything. Like the Dark Crystals Age yeah, of Resistance tactics. Yeah, right. That like. Oh yeah, and that yeah, looks that, really good. It does, and I love, yeah. I love the, I love the Dark Crystal, the movie, and. 
the fact that Netflix is coming out with a prequel and then like this all of a sudden comes out of nowhere. I'm like, how did how did Dark Crystal all of a sudden become like super in the in the in in, in the know now or something? Well, I th- I think like because out of all of them, like uh, the Dark Crystal was kind of like wasn't that like Jim Henson's last movie? Pretty much that he was really involved in, but. Yeah, I mean, it was dark and gritty. It was unlike anything else. I'm a big Jim Henson mm-hmm. fan. So as far as, like, the, you know, Muppets, I mean, I don't know who isn't, but, uh, you know, all of his, like, uh, The Labyrinth and all that. So And it was just a surprise to see this because it does look really, really good. And it, it, it looks like it's canonical. Uh, I don't know with the Netflix series what the whole story is because – I'm I'm curious to see how it all ties. Yeah, it comes out soon, but it'll be nice. This I guess this is gonna flesh that out. Yeah, know. I try not to. I mean, you know uh, me, like I try not to watch when it comes to like films, games. I don't care. Yeah. But when it comes to films and stuff, I try not to watch trailers. All I know is that it's a prequel, so that, that's that's. Cool. Yeah, and that's about all I know. But I, I'm curious to see how that ties in. And then uh, I saw more Fire Emblems Three Houses. They had another sh- another showing that it just. It looks beautiful. I'm gonna get it. It comes out next month, like on the 26th. Uh, that's that's without a doubt. I, I'm getting that game for my Switch. Uh, and then I think the biggest, a big surprise that made me really happy was I'm getting a a complete sequel to No More Heroes, not the the Travis Strikes Back weird <laughs> spinoff thing. But this is going to be straight up sequel. They announced No More Heroes three, which I am really really excited about because I loved the first two, which I have said before. Uh, so and again, that, and this is what it comes down to. Like Andre was talking about Square, it had all you know a lot of games that he was really interested in. And Nintendo is, you know, is not Andre's, you know, it's just not his thing. But looking at these games, I'm looking at over 80% of these games I want to at least, at the minimum, try. And the other ones I'm, like, really excited about. So, uh, I that's, what, that's why, to me, like, it was really hard to decide which, which, uh, which conference I liked more. Uh, but I just, as a Nintendo fan guy, I'm happy to see these games coming out to Switch. I'm happy to see after the disaster that was Wii U that Nintendo is able to pull himself up and it's still getting some really good games. They're not the high-end, you know, square, you know, the uh, Final Fantasy VII remake-looking games, but they're still really solid gameplay and they look fun and they might be a little niche, but, I mean, I'm a Nintendo fan. That's, 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 that's what we do. So... <laughs> I'm excited about it, and I. This is my my show. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give it a nine. Uh, this is my conference of the show, which is gonna get like a nine point one. Still, like, just just to squeak out the uh, squeak out. Uh, That's some fanboy BS right there. <laughs> oh oh, and I forgot to mention they did announce two new DLC fighters for uh, for uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate. One was the heroes in. Uh, from, uh, from from uh, Dragon, 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 Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest, Dragon. and the other one was Banjo Kazooie. Uh, so uh, again, keep that in mind. Keep uh, that in mind. Like that's that's <laughs> that's what that changes a- Andre's mind. Oh my God, they have Banjo Kazooie. I know. <laughs> oh, and they, yeah, and then they you, announced a sequel to could, Breath of the Wild. You mean you couldn't hear uh, my eyes rolling? Yeah. 
<laughs> I heard your breath. Your breath. It took well, your. Uh, well, I just. I, I, I was thinking maybe he forgot about those. That's no, why Square that's, Enix was a little. That's why. High, that's, so. why that's why Andre was so quiet because you just took his breath away. No, but I was. I was. I was disappointed because also they didn't say anything about the new Switch or the Switch models. See, that's that's exactly yeah. why I was gonna say that they got a lower score than Square Enix. Yeah. So I didn't hear anything about the the either of the other Switch, the new Switch models. So. He, here's the thing for me, like I. I want to say this quickly because I meant to say this earlier and I forgot. And we're talking about new models of consoles right now, so is is the right time. The the current generation of like video cards for the PC are really expensive, and they're powerful. And the consoles are like a little bit behind, right? So like I have a I have like a 1080 on my on my computer. The 2080 is the current best one, uh, but even mine is better than like a PS4, right? So mm-hmm. I don't want to upgrade to a 2080. Because it's it's like eight hundred dollars. It's it's insane. Um, but I also don't want to play the games on the PS4 and have them like run poorly, you know. So I feel like these games coming out, which are awesome, amazing games, over the next like eight months, basically between like now and like ha- like you know the middle of next year, uh, are really like Robert said, going to be in like that danger zone because the PS5, if it comes out like next Christmas, I'm just going to feel like. You know, unless it runs the same game but better, like it kind of fixes it. You know, right, I'm gonna right. feel like really shitty that I'm gonna have to buy like the same game again for the PS5 that I already bought six months earlier. Yeah. You know? Well, well, and so I. That's one thing I, I'm. That's why I think that once they have these conferences, backwards compatibility has to be part of it, and I think they've always already hinted at it. Like, if my library better transfer over to a PS5. Just because of the fact it is all digital and there's no reason why it shouldn't because like Andrea says, they are basically computers now at this point. It's it's running on very similar uh, hardware. It's just like a lower end hardware. So there's no reason why I should not be able to transfer my shit. So yes, even if you do get it six months before, there's no reason why you should have to buy it. And if you do, that would be... An, an egregious error on the the part of these companies because yeah. they're all they're all touting these games as service now uh, less about the hardware and more about whatever the xbox pass the playstation whatever they want to call it but they better carry over so i hopefully that happens that needs to be an announcement i think that a prediction i didn't have but i think either xbox or sorry playstation has a end of the year E3-like event that either they're going to release all the information for the PlayStation Pro or the PlayStation 5, or it's going to be like early next year, maybe around May. Uh, But that has to be... uh, Backwards compatibility has to be part of it. Like, it just does. Yeah, Uh, And I I hope so. Uh, But yeah, uh, so (laughs) I I hope I didn't step on your toes or anything there. No. But I just kind of... uh, uh, going through but yeah so that's it for all the e3 stuff uh news uh again like i had mentioned that uh if uh, nintendo direct was by far my favorite uh you know if i i guess you guys were saying that fire uh, not fire square enix both of you guys agree was was your uh uh conference of the yeah. show right yep yeah for me yeah uh, yeah, so, and I wish Heidi was here because she said it was Nintendo, but we got to be d- democratic here. So, I mean, I don't have to, but I'm going to be. Uh, <laughs> that So, I guess 
Side Scrolls official conference of the year, uh, E3 2019 will be square. Uh, I, I can be like that. And definitely for me, the game of the show was Final Fantasy VII. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, Fo- I close, closely followed by the Avengers, in my opinion. I mean, that would be like, uh, for me, it would be Final Fantasy Cyberpunk Avengers. No, for me, it would be Final Fantasy Avengers Cyberpunk Outer Worlds. Yeah, Outer Worlds, too, for sure. So yeah, uh, so that's pretty much it. So I I really enjoyed this. Uh, we're gonna do more. I can't wait till next E three. Now we got that out of the way, but let's let's close this out with our predictions real quick. Uh, so Christian, I'll, I'll kind of run through these a little quick. Uh, it's really not I necessary. <laughs> I mean, so let me just mine are obvious. Like PS five comes out in twenty twenty four four forty nine. Not happen. Cyberpunk 2077 PS4, PS5 release, not happening. Bioware getting booed, didn't happen. <laughs> Xbox, that didn't happen. Fall game announced, didn't happen. Nintendo shows Switch models, didn't happen. Next Dragon Age game revealed, didn't happen. I mean, none of them <laughs> happen. Like, you can maybe give me like a point and a half if you really, you know. Let's go through yours, and you definitely won on the on the prediction prediction uh, challenge there. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're taking all the fun out, <laughs> all the pop and circumstance. Jesus, who took, who, 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 gotta right. take the jelly out of my donut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, I can't stop. Right. But you know, I had quite. A, <laughs> <laughs> all right, but I, I got a lot wrong. But see, the thing with me is, is I did a lot of like three and one predictions, so I can get like quarter points and stuff like that. Sure. So I just really quick. Uh, I said Capcom talks about uh, the success of RE2 and announces RE3 Nemesis and Code Veronica remakes. That didn't happen. See, I, this is not just like <laughs> shit on Andre, all right? Andre's all wrong. It's not. Uh, I said uh, after reel of Konami collections, Contra uh, collections uh, of Contra, Castlevania, Konami, that the next collection was going to be a HD remaster of the Suikoden series. That didn't I mean, happen. That one, that, was kinda, uh, that one was like a, yeah. That that was yeah. a Robert joint. That was truly like, <laughs> uh, what I hope. Then uh, Rare announces Banjo Kazooie three. That didn't well, that sort happen. Of He's a character. Uh, kind of. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, then I said THQ Nordic on Microsoft's conference show shows a teaser trailer for uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning two. That didn't happen. <laughs> uh, see, I I don't think I've gotten any points yet. Uh, then I say uh, Microsoft shows three games that are available now: Ori and the Will of the Wisps, The Outer Worlds, and Battletoads. I did not; they weren't available now, but they did Battletoads. show Battletoads. <laughs> so I would say I got like a point, like one. So I'm already I'm, I'm a little hot. I got point one right there. Uh, so then it goes. <clears throat> My number six prediction, the next two DLC characters are announced for Smash Brothers Melee. One is Banjo-Kazooie, and the other one is Cassandra slash Alexa. Oh, there you go. Sassy. There's your point. There's so your... that's, that's, uh, that's, I got like a point six on that because I got two DLC characters and Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. And then <laughs> I'm going to save this last one because I think that's the one I got closest. Uh, then uh, Bethesda doesn't talk about Fallout 76, uh, which they did. Doom Eternal gets release date, which it did, and they tease Wolfenstein three, which they didn't. So that's like another like two right there. So I'm out, I'm almost I think I'm at like a point. <laughs> and then uh, Doug Bowser comes out uh, and shows ten Bowser themed titles, announces the year of the Bowser, uh, all for Nintendo consoles. That's I mean, Doug Bowser did show up. It's close. It was close. <laughs> yes, but oh, and it says 
10 was Xbox doesn't talk about the doesn't talk or say anything specific about the next gen console. So I don't know how you want to judge that. If you think that one can close or what we're talking about specifics, because I didn't say anything because they really didn't say right. a lot. Uh, so that's that's up in the air. I can let Andre. No, Andre judge that yeah, they, they were very generic. They're like, there's okay. going to be a console. It, it's going to have a controller and it's going to play games. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's, that's all good predictions and everything. Wait, did you say the last one, the one that you thought you got right? Oh, so, no, oh, okay. that, that's the one Go that's ahead. coming up. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> and I think Andre remembers this one. <laughs> I hope he does. Because, uh, so, Final Fantasy Remake news includes next-gen release. That didn't happen. An, it's an Episode 1, which is this one, is up to 30 hours and is only up to the end of Midgar. It's $60, and it has a $150 special edition that has a statue of Cloud on a motorcycle. All right, that was really good. And then I put on here, Heidi shouts halfway through it, shut up and take her <laughs> money as she pre-orders a special edition. <laughs> uh, so I don't think she pre-ordered it, but... That was like pretty. I mean, I, I I wouldn't even guess it was going to be a three hundred and thirty dollars special yeah. edition. That is like the closest. That's one good, I got, man. man. Like that is I'll, really you know, close. I give you so, I, I give I you credit I, for that. I, one. I win like I win like like point 1.8. 1.8. So. so that means I think I won just because I think I got <laughs> I got two like two completely correct. So like my five predictions, I had five predictions. I don't know. If, I don't all know if this right. happened at all in the show. Maybe someone could tell me, but yeah. Number one, someone shows up in a movie Sonic costume and everyone boos. <laughs> I don't know if that happened. Uh, number two, Sony releases video of the PS5 or Death Stranding slash Last of Us 2 slash Cyberpunk 2077 with Norman Reedus narrating during the Xbox presentations just to like <laughs> just to kick him in the face a little bit. Uh, number three, I just put Avengers video game, so I don't know if that really counts. But the, <laughs> but the ones that I got points for is the number four, two people clapped during the FIFA demo, and one of them is Andre. I did How do you clap. get points for that one? Oh, you did clap. So I didn't get no. Never mind. Then Robbie no. wins, because the only one I got was Robbie says Ubisoft at least one time. <laughs> <laughs> so, Robbie, you, you win. Well... <laughs> I I I am the best of the worst right now because it's not it's like it's like the best failure out of all of us. You are the you know. tallest midget, sir. <laughs> yeah. So, but man, thank you guys. I had a lot of fun this E3. Uh, I had a lot of fun talking about this stuff. I am looking forward to the next next year of games. Uh, I do wish the console the new consoles were out already, but uh, it was a lot of fun. I hope you guys. Oh yeah, it was too. a blast. Um, Always good. Uh, and uh, maybe next next week uh, we can we'll give Heidi five minutes to think o- of her opinion about it. But <laughs> next time, oh yeah, she'll be she'll be happy to share for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys, thank you Andre and Christian. Uh, you guys have any closing thoughts you guys wanted to say real quick? Uh, mm-hmm. I will not be playing Fallout seventy six. Wow, I know, Aww. I know. <laughs> No, I think yeah, it's, it's a little wise. It's all right. So, all right, everybody. Uh, this has been Side Scrolls Episode 17. Uh, and everybody, we are out. Bye. Later. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Side Scrolls. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, rate, subscribe, and share to all your friends and family. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please contact us at our email, sidescrolls at gmail.com, or tweet us at sidescrollspod, 
We're excited and looking forward to evolving and growing our humble podcast together with you guys. Thanks and have a great day.